review. It didn't taste like grapefruit. Everybody's dead, we're burning up. I don't know, the door is locked though, and it's making me nervous. I can't <laughs> read, how can I write? Yeah, you're straight fucked, but... We can, we're still cutting off. Not a single second of <laughs> <laughs> well, at some point your hand gets tired when you're writing. I'm oh, sure just you fucking wait, Asa. <laughs> it was me. I killed your dreams. What do you want from me? I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut out the part where it's the Asa with the chair, too. You probably... failed English! Oh man, this is wildly irrelevant. Well, I'm figuring it out. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Books with Bastards. Uh, as always, we have our first and foremost bastard, Mallory. Hello. <clears throat> I am your technical bastard, Zach. We have our ever-present drinking buddy, Caleb. Howdy. And we have the croctical uh, wearing, uh, you know what I mean, Asa. Fuck yeah, I guess. <laughs> I fucked that sentence up real bad. Yeah, He's wearing you, Crocs. You did. He's wearing the dirtiest pair of Crocs I've ever seen. No, these dirtiest? are brand new, man. Oh, it's is that like camo? Yeah. I thought they were just covered in, it's like... It's kind of camo, but it's no, also look. kind of like a tie. Oh, like God. I thought yeah. it was like... Okay, it's like... I'm trying to figure out how to describe it. It's kind of like seawater green, like like hunter camo. It's like kind of a tie-dye, like brown. I guess. It's like really light brown and green, and I thought you had just covered them just severely in algae and dirt. It's not yet, but I'm going to wear the shit out of these. They are so comfortable. Haven't had a pair for years. Socks. Right. Well, your shoes deeply misled me, and that's kind of fun by itself. Socks and Crocs, baby. That's good camo. Yep. <laughs> Socks and Crocs make you rock, huh? Mm. Oh. Socks, Socks and Crocs get a girl to suck my cock. I feel like there's so many good rhymes, Caleb. Yeah, that really is. We can, we can Socks do this and forever. Crocs. We can make our own podcast out of this. Zach, cancel rock. this. We're starting a new one. <laughs> yeah. This one's gotten nowhere. Sorry, right, whatever. Episode, what are we? Five? We can 28. We're on 28. I miscounted. <laughs> this is episode 28. Yeah. What did you think it <gasps> was? Did you say five? Yeah. <laughs> I remember five books. I. You're doing. Which five? I remember zero books. It has been, you know, you have chosen a quarter of them. I know. You, think I, yeah. you don't even remember the ones you chose? No, I remember a fair number of the books. Okay. You just don't want to get into it? No. I mean, we started... This seems like bad podcasting at this point. For me. I mean, it is, but it's never stopped us before. Anyway, so today we are reading The Vessels by Anna M. Elias. That seem right? Elias. Elias, yeah. One of the others. One of those. Uh, it is... You know, I'm going to go ahead and say... I didn't like it. Wow, right <laughs> off the bat, you're coming in hot with the I'm hate. probably Do we not worried. Lead with that? Or dislike. This is Ace's pick, right? Oh, also, spoiler alerts. Oh, yeah, spoiler alert uh, and a uh, number of bummer warnings. Like, none of them are super, like, deep, but we're going to talk about almost every bummer that you of, could come up with. Damn it. <laughs> it's a lot of yeah, bummers, but it. it's like as you're reading it, you're like, well, it's like that's surface sad, deep. but I'm not. Connected to it's like the paper way. cut of bummers. Like it stings, but you know it's gonna be fine. <laughs> yes. Paper cuts hurt 
more yeah. sometimes. Yeah, but they're not going to kill you. It's not the knife wound of bummers. But it hurts more. <laughs> hey, so have you ever been Look, it hurt me a stabbed? lot. Have you? No. I didn't but have you? So. No. So how do you know it, what hurts first? I stabbed myself once in the hand with a pencil. And Someone stabbed me once in the hand it with a pencil. It was an accident, of course. I had I just sharpened that son of a bitch at the pencil sharpener in the, roughly the fourth grade. I did stab Locking my back hand with to a knife, knife, actually. Oh, okay, let's hear Caleb's story. No, I want to hear this because I'm interested into how this happened. I was just walking back from the pencil sharpener back to my desk holding the pencil with the backwards, like a dipshit, apparently. <laughs> Yeah, apparently. You can still <laughs> see the, it like that? Look, there's a spot of lead. Is so right what there. happened? Did you That's trip? That's lead right there from Did the pencil. Did you trip or what? Yeah, well, I just, I don't I somehow hit, like, something, and it fucking drove it into my hand. When Asa walks, he swings his arms <laughs> so he's back and forth. <laughs> I remember lying fucking swinging hands. reason as to why I drove it into my hand, but I did. there's still lead in there. See, did you? you yeah, right? I got one of those yeah. myself on uh, my wrist. Yeah. I caught nice. a kid trying to steal the colored pencils. And I tried to yell for the teacher like a good little narc. And uh, <laughs> he took offense to that. So he grabbed my arm and stabbed me with a pencil and it broke the lead off in it. Well, Zach, uh, yell at the teacher? Snitching at the teacher? I, I yelled a lot more, yeah. Did he get the, in trouble? Huh, did, did he get in trouble? Yeah. Oh, and then I also immediately went home and you tried to fish it out of my arm with a thumbtack. That's right. That's right. I do remember. We that. didn't succeed. It's no. still there. It's like it just sinks into your body. Yeah, it just kind of melted. Yeah, it's weird. Left a gray mark on my wrist that only like faded like a couple of years ago. Huh. <laughs> Fascinating. Yeah. yeah, good times. God, Zach was like really abused in school, I feel like. Well, it sounds like he was trying to be a fucking goody too. Yeah, I don't know what. I don't. I always thought it was kind of nice, but maybe I'm wrong. No, I'm sure you were nice. That was the problem. (laughs) People weren't afraid. Yeah, I was an asshole. I made no one afraid of me until I was older. Everybody better follow the rules. (laughs) Zachary's here. Don't make me stab him with a pencil again. Jesus Christ. Jesus. Better not open that mouth. We got pencils galore. (laughs) Yeah, so we're uh, (coughs) we're reading The Vessels by Anna M. Elias or Elias and uh, yeah, I uh, I don't know how to I don't know how to proceed. Also, I feel like we should We'll start with Drink Corner. Thank you, Caleb. I am so excited about this book. I am also really excited. Yeah, Mallory's going to have to lead the charge on this one because I I read the whole thing today. And you're so excited you can't find the words to explain how excited you once are? It op- once the door opens, I'm going to get very mad. <laughs> uh, Mallory, what are you drinking over there? Oh, just a glass of Pinot Grigio tonight. And I notice you have uh, some, some lemon water. Yes, I'm nice. staying hydrated as well. That's good. That's good. I was it not... Sounds- Really tasty, actually. I was actually underhydrated today. I had a headache for a lot of it. Why did you drink some water? I was Were you driving afraid you most had of to it. take a whiz or what? Yeah. I mean, I drank a lot when I got here. I feel better. Do you not set reminders on your phone to drink water throughout I the day? probably should. <laughs> uh, Zach, what are you drinking? Oh, I, uh, I got a Single Hill Brewing's Frambrosia, which is a raspberry and peach sour. It tastes like none of those things, and it's, it's fine, actually. It's not bad. Nice. It's, it's a... Sour. Not a lot of flavor past that. It's just sour. Oh, that's good. I guess better than having a weird flavor. Yeah, always. Yeah, I can see that. I have Smirnoff Ice Peach Lemonade, and for backup, I have a Mango White Claw. 
Ace has got a couple of BL smoothies hanging in the back there. Yeah. Yep. Well, you didn't even ask me, Caleb. What's in the cup? I was gonna ask. I was about to ask. What's yeah, in the cup? Off. That's my I mean, opinion. it's fine. It's fine. I'm being pretty lame this evening, starting off with a little bit of wine, uh, Pinot Gris as well. Nice. And uh, yeah, on deck, I got a couple BL smoothies. Pretty excited about. Is those. that a new beer koozie, the black one? Uh, no, I've had this for quite some time. Okay. Yeah. It says, yeah. Oh, okay. I just. Happy. I thought it was solid black. Yeah. No. Nice. Nice. No new ones. Right. So yeah. yeah, you wanna you wanna Ooh, you wanna do the yeah. lion share on this one, and I'll yes. chime in. To, we're so, gonna switch roles where I really hate the book and constantly complain. So I'm gonna try to do my best. There is a lot of characters in this There's book. There's so many. I'm characters. not going to specifically mention all of them, probably by name. Do they matter? Not by really. Name. By name does their name matter? Does their name matter? In the end, do any of them matter? Do any of us matter? According no. to the plot of this story, I no. matter. Yeah. Asa matters. He's in charge <laughs> okay. of people. I'm a fucking man. So, <laughs> I'm gonna... I am a white man. I matter. <laughs> Jesus. No. Wow, well, you took that we in already a direction talked that about we this were not, well, like, we so. couldn't ever take anything. Well, you know, if this book has anything to say, we can fix that about you. I think, who did I say that in front of? I think I was like, I'm a white cis, cis man. It was Monday. We cis were ish male, and I matter. It <laughs> says, we says the redhead. <laughs> what were we talking about? It was like in reference. Just were we talking about vasectomies? Yeah. I think so. That's where it started. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't remember exactly how we got there, but we did. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So, this book, The Vessels takes place for the most part in Reno, Nevada. So in Reno, Nevada, a man named Diego has just opened this, or he's working on opening a homeless shelter that's like more than just a homeless shelter. It's going to be a shelter. It's going to offer like job training. It's going to like offer medical services. It's just going to be kind of like a one-stop shop, like you're down on your luck, you're going through a hard time, come here, we're going to help get you back on your feet and help make you successful when you leave here. So it's kind of the dream, right? But the new governor in Nevada has also been like trying really hard to go and shut down these places left and right. So anyway, Diego has started this place. He's recruited his friend Sam. They knew each other when they were in the military years and years ago. Sam is recently widowed. He's from Chicago, where he was, like, a big-time health administrator. Is really good at kind of navigating the politics and bullshit and whatnot surrounding this Yeah, kind really of good stuff. at getting donations and... Yeah, funding and whatnot. So, they're kind of operating this place together. And Diego eventually is like, hey, I'm going to have to go on this trip. I'm going to leave you behind to kind of take care of things. And I don't even recall if he... I don't think he ever gives him the full story on what's actually going oh, on. Oh, no. This there's a whole book. No, I don't think any of the main characters have any idea what's going on. There's never, like, a 90% of the time. So, what's actually going on is a program... I don't know if it's actually called The Vessels. Yeah, I don't know why it's called a program, given Wait, so it definitely feels what, more like a order. Yeah. Like the place in Reno that they're setting up is this what they're doing so they're operating with 
through this. Like they are actually going to offer the services that they're advertising, but it's also kind of a cover for this operation. Okay. Yeah, it's like they, they call themselves a program and they make it sound like it's like a secret government operation, but it's closer to like a secret society. It's like not order of, a government program because it's much bigger than any government. Yeah. They, they make it that, I mean, program makes it sound like, you know, it's like a CIA program, but it's, it's a secret society of, you know, so it's like the nice. vessels program, and it has apparently been in place for hundreds of years. There's multiple locations across the globe, and they're gonna they're starting this one in Reno, Nevada, at this shelter. It's near a lake. It's kind of near the wilderness, and what this program is, I will try to explain this the best that I can. Yeah. So essentially, when people die. Their spirits either go to the Elysium, is that yeah, how you Elysium. say it? Elysium, or they're kind of stuck mm-hmm. in yeah, a mind. purgatory sort of a spot where they have unfinished business. It's supposedly still life. super nice, but yeah. not as nice as super heaven. But they want to be able to fully move on. So and there's these, heaven still stuck here and then no hell. Yeah, but they never call no, they're, it they're, that. Yeah, they never call it heaven. Well, yeah, there is, I'm going to just get a blanket say, the afterlife, Elysium, and then there is a place called the Lot, hmm. which is where you go when you cannot be redeemed. Okay, and that's where you live out or mm. live. You spend your spirit eternity. You got to jank it up, pretty bad to end up there. Yeah, they really lot let a lot slide before you end up there. So, so this is the program. So the spirits arrive, and the people that run this program, it's like a Native American like chief. Uh, some British yeah, an 18th ship century captain. ship captain who sails a submarine into the afterlife. I am not joking. <laughs> collects collects four, spirits, awesome. <laughs> four spirits at a time that are waiting to complete their unfinished business here, you know, in the present time. And, and then they connect these spirits with a vessel a person that this program has found. Yeah, these are people who usually they have like really sort of traumatic trauma. experience, came really close to death, and overcame. Yeah, because it makes them stronger. Or, or didn't was forcibly survived anyways and overcame it through no effort of their own. Yes, we'll get there. So I'm just explaining nice. the program what yeah, it yeah. is. So. So, so far, this sounds so interesting. This, this ship captain, Captain Hugh... Barely held back. <laughs> the ship captain sails into the afterlife. He Is it still called sailing if it's a submarine? Well, yeah, I think so. Is it sailing a submarine? You can call it whatever you, you know, want. You don't know, but you know? maybe. I mean, a football sails through the air when you throw it, you might say. It doesn't matter. I guess this is weirdly right. <laughs> Of course I'm fucking right. I just usually hear it I didn't, piloting. I didn't have an example for going through. He's not a, a pilot. pilot. He's a ship captain. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get it. So, Captain Hugh <laughs> drives the fucking submarine. I don't know what you I just said pilot. I just asked a simple question. Just cruises on through the air to the <laughs> no. afterlife. The yeah. airplanes have pilots. Ships have captains. He he puts he puts through yeah, the water. He puts through these lake waters and into the afterlife. <laughs> you can look it up. Yeah, 
look it up if you want. Submarines are way more airplanes. Do you airplane. want to know what <laughs> happens in this book or not? No. You said it's bad. Why would I care? <laughs> oh, you want to know, Caleb. What you you, you do. You, I, we have to talk about this or I'm going to lose my mind. Can we go, what are we talking about again? A submarine not sailing? <laughs> in a lake, water? no less. Okay. Into the afterlife. It's always a lake. Is it a great lake? No. No, oh, it's just a lake. It's just a lake. I don't Any know. old lake will do, apparently. Yeah. Fucking wild. Yes. Okay. So the Google captain, this. Captain Hugh. Is it Lake Tahoe? That's close to. No. <laughs> it's not. Uh, it's not. Is it the lake forty miles outside of Santa Fe? Oh no! Oh god damn it! You can't do this. Don't don't worry about it. Don't ask questions. You don't want to know the answer to. Okay. So he goes to the afterlife. Which I've said for the sixth fucking time, it feels like. Okay. So for sure. Don't he collects the spirits. Apparently, there's a very long waiting list of spirits. And these spirits may come from any time period, any background, any country, any culture, wherever. Yeah, no shit, the waiting list so is long. Huh? He collects the four spirits and he takes them to whatever location it may be. This one happens to take place in Reno. And. The spirits are like a red mist, a bubble, if you will, That's a so misty cool. red bubble. <laughs> and he, uh, you know, the submarine comes up from the lake. The walkway extends from the submarine to <laughs> to the beach. Yep. And then the captain, in this, well, the captain walks across. The spirits obviously float across, and here. We have the four vessels waiting. Each spirit kind of floats around, determines which vessel will be the best match for them. And then they essentially, like, get eye to eye with them? Or is this the back? They they have to go through the back. Okay. So then they they look them in the eye. They enter through their back, which was a weird thing for me because I'm like, I'm not sure why. It had to be the back. I don't know why. It's not the butthole, but it's the back. And I'm like, they never once talk about a butthole. There's no opening in the back. You'd think it'd be like the mouth or. Maybe it's one of those chakra things. I don't know. Through the ears or something. Yeah. I don't know. Well, everything up until that part makes sense to me. And they're like, these are spirits, not ghosts. And I'm like, you have yet to adequately explain the goddamn difference. I was going to say, what does it matter? What does it matter? So the yeah. spirits enter the vessel. The vessel is all of a sudden like, ah! the tattoo that they all have on their legs starts to glow. And they all just kind of like, ah, okay, I'm cool. And then these spirits are able to like think of where they want to go and transport this they vessel. They can like teleport you there. Yes. Fuck yeah. And in this ah. situation, the ideal situation, what is supposed to happen is you they can essentially talk back and forth with their minds, with their thoughts. So the yeah. vessel and the spirit can talk back and forth without the vessel having to talk out loud. And the spirit mm. is very strong. They have said like when oh, the spirits yeah. want to be, they're extremely strong. But they're it's supposed to be like a symbiotic relationship. They're supposed to work together to finish basically Whatever their unfinished it is. business. So it's not like the spirit it's just controlling the hundred percent. They can, but that's yeah, but they're not, not supposed to the intention. Yeah, okay. yeah. And every vessel has a little coin that they carry where if they like rub it four times, it will like contact the, the chief spirit or guards the yeah, is what the they're spirit They're guards. basically angels who will show up to 
I don't know. They do nothing helpful in the entire book. They're meant uh, to like take control the spirits. Yeah, they're, 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 they're basically supposed to be spirit wranglers, and they do that at no point in this entire novel. Huh. Yeah, so I don't know what they do. But I finished that book today. That is the to do, so intention cool. of them. So they have this coin because technically, yes, the spirit could decide to take over, and the vessel there. Although there are very strong vessels that are very good at managing them they're not all like that and even the strongest vessel can be overtaken as we learn in the the very first chapter of this book uh (laughs) sanjay is our very first chapter he's a nice uh is it brazilian kid i'm not sure where they were from um, I don't recall, but he uh, is a vessel. He's a very strong. He's considered very the most vessel. talented vessel alive at the time, and he is taking on a spirit who has failed twice already. And if he fails again, this spirit will forever be condemned to the lot. You only get three shots to finish your unfinished business, or you three basically you go to fascinating. I guess it's hell. It is not explained what the lot is. It's just the only place you get to go after that. So he failed in... So he failed to finish his... So, so he uh, got back me, in the waiting line? So let me let me continue with okay. the background. Zach is jumping ahead here. So. To the first page? No, I'm just giving the background. <laughs> I know, I know. So fuck me, I guess. But, okay, so the spirits, they are in the vessel... And they have, I believe, is it four days or is it seven? Seven. Seven days, so a week, to complete their unfinished business. And that is because after that amount of time, the spirit starts to, like, recall their human life. They get a little too human. They become too comfortable, and they're less likely to exit the vessel. Yeah. So that's why... At that time, they're all called back to the ship where they're supposed to return to the ship. And if they're not finished with their business and they just go back to whatever their purgatory area, whatever that is. Yeah. And, you know, if if they do complete their business, then they get to go into the Elysium. Then that's that's the the ideal outcome. So so that's kind of the program. That is what Diego and Sam are setting up and putting in motion here in Reno. And Diego tells Sam, I have to leave because I need to go work on the program in South America. So Sam is basically like, you're leaving me in charge here. I don't even really know what to expect. Like, this is kind of strange, but whatever. I trust my friend. We've been through a lot together. I'm going to do this. Um, Well, I should say this is after they go out into the wilderness of the reservation. And a a, spirit mountain lion. It's a bobcat. It's a bobcat. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, a spirit bobcat uh, flies into Sam's soul and takes him on some sort of weird spirit quest that takes about half a page. And what? then suddenly he understands everything and it believes all of it. sounds like he smoked some peyote. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like he goes on a real weird hallucinatory trip for like half a page and then he's fully on board. And if you think that's not how everything in this book's going to be resolved... You're wrong. <laughs> and then, uh, and so then we, actually, you're right. There's one thing that gets resolved. We in actually <laughs> realize that the bobcat is uh, what is his name? Uh, Chief Black. No. Oh, no, no, oh no. Uh, Liam. Liam. So Liam is actually a, what he who he thought was an employee of the shelter, and he always was like, "Yeah, I kind of there's something weird He's about a weird this dude. guy." Well, it turns out Liam is actually a shapeshifter. 
<laughs> he's one of the spirit guards. <laughs> so. And he's not helpful. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, uh, so Sam has this experience, and then he's like, yeah, I guess, you know, uh, if you got to go, Diego, you got to go, and I'll hold things down here in Reno for you, yeah, my man. But, yeah, Chief, the Chief Black <laughs> comes up to him and hands him, like, a patch of pattern. He's like, you need to mark uh, people with this, and they'll become the vessels. And he's like, how do I choose? And he's like, oh, you'll just know. Yeah, it'll come to you. You'll just, you'll just automatically know who these people are. It's a Through no effort of your own, you're going to find them. Yes. So, in Reno... They have built, they have the location here, and what they're doing now is finding the vessels that will be operating out of Reno. So he needs to find these four vessels. Um, He does find a doctor. She was previously a doctor in New Orleans and worked through Hurricane Katrina and is just very kind of put off by the way that healthcare functions today. She does not want to deal with insurance, she just wants to help people. And he tells her, you know, Things here are going to work a little differently. It's going to be a little strange. I'm going to need you to just go with the flow. And she's like, cool, I'm I'm down. Like, literally zero questions asked. Yeah, now, I, this lady had the least amount of convincing yeah, of anyone. Yeah, she's like, like whatever. I'm going to need you to believe that ghosts are real, that we're going to help people resolve the planet, and you're just going to be fine with that. Cool? Cool. All right, let's go. Okay. <laughs> so, there they are. It's basically Sam, Liam, the shapeshifter, Bobcat guy, and Doc is what they call her. So I'm going to say these are our three main Reno, like, permanent residents at this time. So yep. I'm just kind of setting the stage here. This is where we're working out of. So now I'm going to rewind to where Zach was talking about. Already. The first page, yes. So first page. Well, that was the prologue. But I feel like if we start there, we're just going to be jumping all over it, It's fair. So I, I thought about it after you said it, and I realized that we could tell this is four separate, five, sorry, five separate stories that have nothing to do with each other. We can tell each of them individually. <laughs> And that be, was might have to be how we do it. This could be a five-parter. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was. <laughs> really, really milk this one. Never again. <laughs> so, all right. So, we go back to uh, the beginning here where they are in a different location here, the vessel program. And we have Sanjay, strongest vessel we know of. I think he's the strongest one in the program at this point. He's very experienced. And the spirit, he knows it's his second his second turn here in the vessel program. However, they don't tell you any background about your spirit. It's basically it's just... Third the, oh, third, sorry. Yeah, he's failed twice. This is his third chance. So he knows that, but he doesn't know anything else. Just that the spirit, they actually, he didn't get to pick him. They gave him yeah, that spirit. Yeah, they were like, hey, you get this one because you're the only one. one that could do it at this point. Yes. Well, well, if you just get like a serial killer, that'd be fucked up. <laughs> yeah, nailed it. <laughs> right on the fucking head. Okay. It's a serial killer. Round of applause for Who is going around trying to make amends with his, I believe, 18 victims, if I recall what? right. What? I mean, how did he, how would he not fail? Seven days? Right? Well, I mean, even with, tele- like, because all these people took, like, a day or two of convincing, so. Well, if you yeah. get three chances of seven days, you know, you could. Yeah, but, like, you got to hustle for this one, man. That's, and, uh, that's basically one of To day. make matters worse, within two chapters, like, we, like, jump from this guy, Sanjay Lee, like, okay, all right, we can do this. I can figure this out. We jump back to Sam. 
And then it jumps back to Sanjay on the side of a mountain being like, I got to stop this guy. He has already broken loose and is now trying to hunt down the woman who murdered him and kill her. But we don't know that at the time. We don't know that she killed him. We just know he's seeking revenge on the person that hurt him the most. Yeah. We don't know that he was murdered by this woman. So erase that part, Zach. Okay. So, so, it's gone. I mean, I don't think it's that so, big a deal. Yeah. So we, <laughs> we go visit Sam. And then when we come back to Sanjay, he is in South America. And they're like hiking on this mountain. And he keeps trying to rub the coin to summon the spirit guard. But this spirit is so strong that it is taken over so he cannot get to it. So they're fighting back and forth. And then this spirit sees, like, somebody coming up towards them. And so, because they're in a pretty secluded area. And he's like, okay, perfect. This is great. So he basically throws himself, Sanjay, off the side of this mountain. So, splat. Sanjay's dead. Jesus. So yep. the right. thing is, the <laughs> spirits one. have to travel in a body. And ideally, it's a vessel because they are trained to handle this. But they can just go into a human. So he was like, perfect. I'm going to throw myself off this cliff. I have a witness. They're going to call for help. And when help comes, I'm going to enter one of their bodies. So one Fucking of the genius. The person's like, oh, that's a shame, walks on. Bad news is that uh, when they enter anyone who's not a vessel, you will start rotting immediately. And after a undetermined amount of time, it kind of depends on how strong you are as a person, uh, you will die. You well, just fall apart. Rotting. Yeah, yeah, like so all of your organs just start it's a pain, literally it's rotting. when the spirit mm. enters them. And then, like, once the spirit is in you, like, this happens multiple times throughout the book. If the person, the human body, starts to do something that the spirit doesn't want him to do, he'll, like, essentially punch him in the gut to, like, stop him. Like, he'll inflict pain somehow from the inside. So, yeah, so the rescuers come. You know, they they go down in a helicopter. They pick the guy up. They pull him back up. As soon as the guy has his back turned to him, because, again, they have to enter through the back. Why? We don't fucking know. The spirit enters one of the rescuers, and immediately the rescuer is like, whoa, I don't feel fucking right. This is strange. And anyways, now we got, we got, this is the rogue is what we're calling the spirit. Yeah, that's all his chapters ever called. He's gone rogue. So. (laughs) Yeah, and this guy pops up about 10 or 12 times throughout the course of the book. And he's a main character. He is a main character. (laughs) But every character only pops up. But, but I'd like to be clear that at no point does he ever meet a single one of the main characters. Kind of. We'll co- I want to talk about Aaron when we get to him. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm really excited when you said, to talk when about When you said, Aaron. I'm so glad, like, I feel like I'm at a point where they're not going yeah, to I'm Okay, I'd like to say, I'm reading this book, and I'm texting Mallory as I go, and I'm like 100 pages in, and they're still introducing characters, and I'm like, okay, I feel like we've got them all. They're, I'm 100 pages into this 300 book. They cannot keep introducing people for two pages and then moving on. And at page 100, I'm like, I think we're in the clear. It sounds like the plot's starting. <laughs> I was wrong. There's three more characters. <laughs> I told him I was like... The I last one shows up on page 200. That is awesome. <laughs> All right. So 
That's perfect. Uh, so uh, the rogue has now inhabited a human body. So I'm going to pause here with the rogue. He's in South America. Now he's in a human vessel, not vessel, human person. And that guy does not feel great. So let's leave it at that. Now I'm going to go back to the U.S. here. And I'm gonna I'm gonna break down the characters, Zach, like one at a time. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm, just gonna I'm gonna, gonna try and stay out of your way. That, well, let me know if I'm missing anything, but I'm trying to do this in the least confusing way possible because it's back and forth, back it, and forth. I, we can't possibly succeed at this task, but I believe in you. <laughs> <laughs> so Sam is in Reno, knowing that he has to find these four vessels, and he's just gonna know when they come to him. So we're gonna start with um, Link. I believe he's the first one to arrive. So that is his made-up name, obviously. It was yeah, his it real name Javier? was uh, Javier. Yeah. Okay. So he was a gang member from a young age, just really didn't have a great chance. He was from a bad neighborhood, joined a gang, and what they were, I think they were on their initiation. Yeah, they were doing a robbery in this new part of town, and then it turned out that it was in another gang's territory. But nobody told them that. Their own gang didn't tell them that. Because so surviving, were, it's part of the initiation. Which is so fucked. But that's another story I mean, for yeah. another day. So they go in to rob a house of this old woman who is asleep. So they're like, perfect, we'll break in, we'll rob her, she's going to stay asleep the whole time. Like an easy, in easy. and out. In and out. Well, then this other gang rolls up because they're on their turf and they run out of the house. And at the same time, at this house next door, this little boy wanders out the side door. Uh, And the gang like opens up firing their guns and Link is like, kid, get out of the way. Tries to like pick him up and carry him back into the house. But it, they shoot the kid. It goes, like, straight through the kid. Sh- yeah, Link gets shot. Yeah. But the kid dies, like, right there. And he even describes how he saw this red mist float out of him and into... His fucking ether. spirit, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so... Oh, wait, that's not real. You've seen that. Or have you not seen it in the hospital? No, I've never fucking seen that. Oh, I've seen people cough up blood when they die. So you don't think it's real? I, or do you think it's... If there is a spirit that exits the human body at the time of death, it's not a color that I recognize. Look, if there's an afterlife, if the afterlife is anything like what's described in this book, I'm going to be very upset. Well, they do say (laughs) that the body loses how many pounds? What is it? 12, 18 ounces? 21 grams. 21 grams? 21 grams, I think. What's that? Is that the little bit of poo that squeaks out of me when I (laughs) relax my bum hole? Don't make me laugh right now. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. I don't know. Uh, I think it's probably heavier than that. Just a so little squeaker. It's, it's something else. I'll be honest. When Asa dies, it just sounds like a balloon animal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's going to take a lot of the edge off for me personally. <laughs> <laughs> he got that's me all. one final laugh on the way. I just load up on laxatives right before I die to really... Make it horrible for those people who really find fucking me. blow it up. Yeah, for people who find me and make it. As That's bad how as you me. die: is you just fucking blow yourself out. Yeah, <laughs> kill those bitches. Make it as bad as possible. Like. Jesus Christ. Okay, well, back to this little boy dying. Wow. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Oh uh, yeah, guys. Again, can't warn you enough. Bummer warnings in every chapter. They don't specify the output for the child, just that... They do, they do not specify the amount of dookie released upon the Just that Link sees what... It, he didn't know what it was at the time. Not he just saw this red mist leaving the kid. 
So anyways, he and his um, gang member friend that he was with are both charged with murder and sentenced to, like, life in prison. So Link has been in jail. He, like, obviously he didn't do it. He feels terrible. And he has escaped from prison. So. Knocked out one of his front teeth, changed his hair. Yep. He's on the move. So he's running, running, running. Yes, it is nice. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's a good way to change your identity that people don't really think of. Just take a tooth out. God, mm. I just, you know, I'm so vain. Yeah, also, God, it, <laughs> I mean, having this year had a full tooth taken out, that was, you know, like, several months of, like, that feeling, right? Like, your front tooth being out, it's going to make being on the run real hard. You just got to be a gang member, I guess. I'm not. I'm a bitch. <laughs> also, I want to. I gotta say, I'm a, I'm a weakling. I do not want to have my front teeth yeah, knocked no. out. No, and especially when you can't go seek like dental care. Yeah, there's no. You're, you, you're, you have you're no money. Nothing. You can't. The only pain meds you're getting are stolen. That sounds like a kid I went to school with. Ran into the back of another kid's head. He ran funny, and he hit anyway. He hit him. <laughs> hit him in the hit him in the back of the head. Did, did you have with his two front teeth? Yes, because how the fuck do you knock well, out Did he have buck teeth? <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Knocked them both out. I mean, if you just hit both right front here. teeth on the top, boom, gone. For years. No front teeth. He finally got like the implants, the, face. the, the yeah. retainer or whatever, but then never wore it. It was weird. There's a kid like that in my school, actually, weirdly. Yeah. Oh, he, uh, and if you asked him, he would always come up with a different story for how he lost them. Oh, I, we all knew how he lost them. We saw it. It was. No one in my school, except his friends, I think, knew. And I was not close with this man, so. <laughs> but, yeah, he got picked on a bit for how he lost him. Because, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how you run into the back of someone. There were no weird teeth missing stories in my school. Can't we went to the same school. It was school. fucking Nate. Well, years later, though. <laughs> I know. Mallory, it was the back of Nate's head. Oh, really? Yeah, he ran into Nate. <laughs> a good friend of mine from my school. Nate still right. has the well, teeth in the back of his head. We're doing bad. Anyways, Javier's pulled out one of his teeth <laughs> and uh, is using that to really help his disguise. And he has found his way to uh, a uh, shelter where he desperately needs food. Yes, yeah, so I don't exactly recall how this came about. But Sam kind of was looking at him and was like getting a vibe. Yeah, he's get, he just keeps getting the internal monologue, you'll know. Yeah, I yeah, it's like I want to be like, I don't remember how he came to identify this person, but there's never... Yeah, there's not, it's, again, it, it, this whole book is very deus ex machina. Everything is, it works out because it's supposed to, not because anyone did anything, it's or because of who they are, or how they thought, or did, you just, God made it happen. Maybe it's yes. like one of those you're the chosen one because you think you are. He was just like, you'll know. So he was just confident in who he picked. Maybe. I, I mean. I have my own theories. That but I'll get to it too at the end. Individual but. free will is not a highly valued thing in this book. Yeah, I'll, I'll explain my view at the end of this. I'll explain kind of my blistering rage. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he essentially comes up to Link and is like, hey, um. I think, like, you know, you could really do well here. You know, I actually need somebody to help work on some mechanical things, which Link just kind of has an affinity towards. He's good at welding. He's good at fixing vehicles. He can do, apparently, so you'd be impressed, like, welds where people, like, don't even know shit was welded together. Have you ever heard of that? 
his ability to weld things and fix it's mechanics. It's supernatural. But yeah, it's supernatural. <laughs> it's literally, he's just like, I can weld a thing so well it will never break for the next several decades. There's no... And dis- you can't even tell it was welded. It looks like it was made as one piece. Yeah, it looks like he cast well, the mending can from, from D&B. You gotta grind it for that. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, he's I can He's a level one cleric. I can do that. And Sam is like, you also need to finish high school. No way. And he's like, like well, I really, I hated school. And he's like, there's a GED program that we actually do through the shelter here. And he's like, oh, okay. But he still hasn't told anybody that he's, uh, you know, just broken Felon. out of prison and is on the run and wanted. And he's like terrified that they're going to recognize him, that he's putting these people in danger. But he's like okay, this is a warm place to sleep. I can get some food here, so I'm here. These people seem to like me. Really gets into it. Yeah, so... That chicks into my missing That's his intro. Well, his intro. I'm just going to go through each person's story. Okay. So... I thought we... uh, Yeah, never mind. That's just because it's going to be too complicated to go back and forth. So that is his intro. So he's working. He's doing a really good job. He's fixing, like, broken printers and bullshit like that. Doing all of this, and then finally, I can't remember if it's me. Oh, he's on this. Oh, God, fasten your fucking seatbelts, guys. <laughs> okay, so I don't remember where he, he's walking Don't's outside good. of the shelter. Got it. And he can tell that there is a cop posing as a homeless person in line because okay. he's looking for, you know, criminals. I would like to one. preface this part by briefly jumping ahead behind a little because I know why this happens. I recall what the prompting is. Is essentially, uh, there's a series of characters we're going to describe. They get part of the program uh, is that when they ask you to join, you are given This is very fucked up. Two options. You can join the program and never tell anyone that you're a part of it or they will erase all of your memories. And if you say no... They will erase all of your memories. Not of the conversation or of the program. They will wipe you to fucking zero. So it's essentially as if I went... (laughs) It has already been done. Hey, we (laughs) mentally murder you, or you work for us forever. It's a little little coercion. It's so dark. All of them are terrified at the thought of saying no. Two of them don't say yes because they want to do it. They say yes because they would like to not be murdered. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah, like I mean, if it's I went up to you and I was like, "Hi, Asa. My name's Mallory. So nice to meet you. I'd like you to join my club." And you're like, oh, "I'm not sure." And I'm like, "Okay. Well, I guess I'll kill you then." But we're actually like a really it. great club, and we're just trying to. We're do so good. nice. We're all about peace and love. And again, yeah. if you don't want those things, I will kill you. And yeah. yeah, like, no, we know you have a career and that you have, like, a whole family and stuff. But Someone's I mean, like, Ugh. you're a cult. He's like, we're not a cult. We're a program. And I was like, so What's you're a cult. What's the difference? <laughs> so this homeless place, of the, the vessels, we're a cult. We're a club is doing this? Yes. The, the management. <laughs> Anyways, so he has just okay. been given this offer when Mallory's story began. Okay, yes. yes. So, he, so he's, that's on his head. So right. they approach Link. Yes, Caleb? I mean, like, thinking about it, why not just wipe all their memories and then retrain them to only do what you want them to do? Take out, take it out. There just, must, there's no explanations in this book whatsoever. Nothing. I'm just so saying, my, if I was the head of this organization, I just started from zero and trained them from there. My thought is the head some, of this organization is God. So part of the exactly. power of the vessel is that they have gone gone through some traumatic experience that has made them stronger. So if you wipe somebody clean, they have nothing. 
I think that is a traumatic event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, you don't, but you don't know that they, you had that They don't remember event. it. They have no memory. You tell them. Including of the wiping of the memory. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so that's... Uh, <laughs> I mean, I think you just wipe their memory. You tell them you did it. You show a picture of them and their family, and you're like, if you ever want this back, you're going to do what I fucking they say. They won't know what the is in the picture. This is... This how is, how will they know what the picture is? Yeah, on? we are. Okay. So, <laughs> they what the picture they're going to see a yeah. picture of them happy, and they're not going to be happy. And They'll be all, who am I standing next to? So I have a, no idea. A part of it no is memory. that they have experienced some trauma that makes them stronger, and B, I think it helps that they are doing this of their own, like, quote-unquote, free will. Yeah, and I think, see, like, they, I, the guys in the Vessel program, like the Spear Guards, they really want to think that they're the good guys. And, I mean, on some level, they are, and on a couple of other levels, they're definitely not. Yes. <laughs> so, I just, I think that the mind erasing is... like. Helping spirits redeem themselves and move to heaven. Good. Threatening people with mind erasure if they aren't interested in this job? Bad. It's a bit Do they balance out? You think people are just going to straight up volunteer for that shit? I doubt it. Well, just hold your little horses here, okay? You could put an ad in the paper. So Link is not instantly like, no. He's mostly on board. He's mostly just kind of like, whoa, that's... That's heavy. You know, I guess that's a lot. And so he kind of goes out. Like I said, he sees this cop pretending to be a homeless person. And then he hears somebody hollering at him from across the street. And it's the guy that he was in the game with who was with him the night of the shooting. And he's, like, talking about how he always hated that guy. He was so obnoxious, but he tolerated him. He knew that he came from a really bad family and whatnot. So a little bit of little bit of child molesting, you yeah, know, just, a bit, just bit. the classic good bummers. Oh, good. Yes. Good, good so the guy's like hollering at him, and he's like trying to ignore him at first. And he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna." Essentially, he's like, "I'm gonna tell this cop who you are if you don't like come talk to me." So he goes to like talk to him, and then he takes off running. Doesn't yeah? He? Jumps yeah. the fence. Then he's chasing him. Who takes off running? The friend. Oh, weird. Or uh, I think it's Alejo is the friend's name. Yeah, it doesn't uh, matter. That's a cool So name. he takes off running. He's chasing him, and he ends up back on the street where the shooting takes place. And he's standing there, and he sees the mother of the dead child pull yeah. in. And, and pretty much he is like, hey, like walks up to her in her driveway and is like, just want you to know I didn't do this. And obviously she's like, what the fuck? And he's just like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Like, he's all pop, pop. And he's like, she calls the cops. She's called 911 already. Okay. And he's like, in her eyes, I saw like a little glimmer of like doubt. Like, maybe he didn't do it. And he just really wants her understanding and like forgiveness, but also just the knowledge that he did not kill her child. Absolution. So, like, yes. And so he just takes off running, though, because he's like, she's called the cops. I got to get the fuck out of here. Yes, Caleb. So he was like a jog away from where the murder happened. It was, it was farther so, away than you uh, think. It's it'll get like explained a little bit in the sense that uh, it turns out Alejo was never really there. And it the Alejo turns back into Liam. The butthole spirit guardian. The and fucking he's like, catfish of the book. Yeah, and he's like, well, that wasn't very smart. And I was like, hey, Liam, 
yeah, you're right. It wasn't very smart of you to threaten to turn the police on him and then drag him to the woman who thinks he murdered his son. Who would call the cops on him. And this is 100% on you, Liam, you fucking dick. Yeah. Don't tell him he's not a smart kid for doing what you threatened him with memory loss to do. <laughs> so Liam is like, I can't go back. Like, I'm this convict. I don't want to put everybody else at risk. And Liam is proud, like, pretty much like, it's fine, dude. You're going to be fine. Don't worry. Yeah, we're going to protect you. You thinking about it? Don't think about it. Yeah. To borrow a (laughs) phrase from old Henry Zabrowski. That's kind of the theme of the whole book. Don't worry. If a cop comes after you, I'll just maul him because I'm a lion. Bobcat. Bobcat. Or I guess whatever he wants to be. Yeah, honestly, probably could be a lion. But Bobcat is his frequent form. So, Don't worry, he could also become a 13-year-old kid. That's so, uh, <laughs> moral implications, I don't want to... He can also become a big fat man, we learned that in another one. So, so, so Liam returns nice. to the shelter, and now all cards are on the table. They know who he is, everybody's accepted him. It's essentially another gang that is brought Honestly, him in. Honestly, he, he moved from a gang to a cult. Yeah, so... Which is kind of another game. I should. You know, you got me there. Sometimes. Some of them. I should say, though, this is only Zach and I's perspective that they are a cult. Some people might just look at this as. You're like, oh, it's a nice religious organization. (laughs) It's It's never even religious. They focus on this. I would say, I will say, no matter how nice these people look, you should not have to threaten people to stay. No, you shouldn't. That's There's no version of this where that was ever okay. Yeah. I would get if they were like, hey, we're going to erase your memories of us offering you the vessel program. Like, men that's, in black. that's, yeah. Like, that's <laughs> understandable. Like, hey, it's going to put us memories? in danger. But, hey, no, I'd like to kill everything you've ever been. Well, like, do I remember how to walk? Can I feed myself at this point? Like, Unclear. what's going on? Clear. <laughs> Do you think they can do, like, just the last few minutes and they just choose yes. not to? Yes, they can. We don't know. No, I they cover like, that, actually. I feel uh, like I've seen a movie So this before. is jumping a little yeah. sideways when yeah. later they find one of the guys that the rogue has left behind, the, the mortals. Oh! And they're like, it's okay, we'll just, he's just going to remember yes. taking a weird charter You're and right. that's it. You're so right. they can erase select portions. They just won't. Or they threaten, yeah, and nobody <laughs> wants to risk it. So, so you're right. Yes, it just yeah. It's so much worse. So, so this is Link. That is how Link is introduced, and this is how he joins the Vessels program. So, I'm I gonna think, leave it there. I think he's gonna do well. He does. Yeah. So I'm gonna move on to the <laughs> next right. one. Yes. I, yes. I think he's gonna regret this. He story. has the least problematic storyline in this book. Yes. This is the best it gets. Yeah. No. Oh. So I'm gonna. My next one is gonna be Avani. I can't. <laughs> Do you I, think Avani is an appropriate? Avani is the next nicest, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna get mad. Okay, <laughs> this one is the most infuriating of them all. Oh, for hey, sure. uh, again, I'm gonna cover this up front. Bummer warning. Yeah. So. <laughs> hmm. Okay. And what was the name? Avani. A v a n i. She's well, Indian, that... I believe. Yeah, she's oh. uh, Indian. So, <laughs> or of Indian descent. She is yeah. American. Yes. So, Avani, she, her mother and father, I believe, moved to Texas from mm-hmm. India, I think. I, I believe could so. be wrong on the details, Ooh. but somewhere, I believe, from, you know, not in America. They moved to Texas. 
Um, her, no. They're pr- doing pretty well. I can't remember exact. Her father works for NASA. What? He's like some sort of a scientist. They actually. Nice. Yeah, they do. They're, in, they're pretty so they're smart. In Houston, that's my dude. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Is that where NASA's at? Yeah, uh, I, I, really I don't, don't know, know, man. I mean, oh. I'm not a fucking. Houston, <laughs> yeah, we have problems. Yeah, Houston, we have problems. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. We, yeah. I forgot about wow, that. We're all Caleb, very dumb. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, I also Googled the I, submarine thing, and it is I thought it was up to an opinion. So, really, I don't. Yeah, I always think of Cape Canaveral, which I thought was in Florida or something. Yeah, I thought I think they have a launch pad in Florida, I but don't I don't know. I fucking know. I'm not an aerospace mm. person. Houston. <laughs> What, what you yeah, say? this family was never destined for Cape space. Cape Canaveral. <laughs> Cape Canaveral, we have hey. a problem. That just doesn't have the shape work. for it. I'm aerodynamic. I can fly through the air easy. It's not about you. It's more about the rocket ship, Caleb. Anyways. Okay, so Avani lives in what? Texas with her parents, and <laughs> one day her father goes into the gas station, you know, just to buy something. He's filling up on gas or whatever. And a couple of kids see him in the store, and they're hardcore. This is America. Yeah, this is and yeah, this, this is post nine eleven, and they're like looking at his darker skin, and they're like, "You're not gonna tear down our country like that kind of bullshit." And then they stab him. Yeah, and they politely stab him sixteen times. Yes, and he bleeds 16 out in the gas station. times. And Avani and her mom show up at the gas station. He's dead, and. Obviously, that's pretty traumatizing. Yeah, she describes it later. She's like, "Yeah, the uh, when confronted with it, they were they were like, we, you know, we, he was he was a terrorist. We had to get rid of him." They're like, and when explained to him that he was from India and had nothing to do with nine eleven, and even the country he's from had nothing to do with nine eleven, they're like, "Well, they all look the same." Yeah, that's so their they only never, response. They never showed any remorse for what they did. Uh, so. Not. Yeah, so <laughs> that was bummer warning one. Hey, bummer warning coming up. So after this, Avani and her mother moved to a ranch in California, and they are kind of living on the ranch with this family who takes them in. Is They're super horse kind trainers. To them, super nice to them. Um, just like. I don't know, it's just like a good... It's honestly kind of a charmed life, it yeah, sounds like. they're living on this nice ranch. Um, What's and the then, catch? Well, Nothing. so oh. the parents have a son who is Avani's age. They grow up together pretty much. They Name's become very Sonny. close. Super nice. Sunny has always kind of had a crush on her, but Avani, I think because of her trauma, it's just never been relationships with a man are just not her thing. And so, but they've always been best friends. So... We're going to fast forward a little bit. They're in Reno, Nevada. They're there on for, vacation. They're buying horses. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So they had gone to buy a horse or are going to buy a horse. And so they're hanging out. She's only 18 or 19, 20. She's not drinking age, but Sonny is. So he was He's 21. Drunk, and they're and they had gone back out. to the hotel. He had a, too many gin and tonics, they said, and they're walking back to the hotel. <laughs> That'll get you, huh? Uh, they will Couple get you sometimes. Yeah. So they're walking back, and he's, like, hanging onto her shoulders. They're stumbling along, and she's like, God, I like I, we just need to look at a map, because then he had been like, no, it's this way, it's this way. So it turns out they were all turned around. They're super lost. They're in not a great part of town. They need to turn around and go the other way to go back to their hotel. And Sunny kind of... Uh, you know, they're, like, near this, like, shady little building. He kind of pushes her up against it and, like, starts kissing her. And she's like, what the fuck? Like, no. Yeah, no, no, stop. Sonny, get off of me. Like, pushes him away. Well, 
this is not he, the he does not take no for an answer for and by not take no for an answer i mean he pulls a knife and he knows what? like she is ter- she is like has a knife phobia because her father was stabbed to death yeah yeah uh, that one makes Most very people. great Totally fair. Yeah. I mean, if you pulled a knife on me, I'd be scared. But she is like, and he knows she's her. terrified. Of knife. Yeah. You pull a knife on me, I'm pulling a knife on you. And he only stabs her <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah, like described as if it had been an inch to the left, it would have nicked your carotid artery. And so it's her neck. So he's thing. like hiking oh, up her skirt, like he's gonna try. He's to ripped like off her bra. Rape her, and. Then does he end up trying to see? Oh, she she fights back and her head bashes against the wall and she gets knocked unconscious. She's unconscious. So and he's like, "Holy shit, she's dead!" So he just books. Yeah, he freaks out, drops the knife. Leaves her on the fucking street, fucking bra ripped off, like skirt hiked up, like not raped but almost raped, fucking head bleeding. Yeah, like ninety percent of the trauma already there. Yeah, he's like. (laughs) He was like saw a pool of blood coming out from under her head, so he just took off. He's like, I'm going to go back to the hotel, and this is all going to be a bad dream, and she'll be there when I wake up, and none of this happens. That is exactly what he told himself. I yep. don't really like this story that much. It, you shouldn't. It's bad. It's, it's, a, book. This. it's a bad book. <laughs> so <laughs> The rest of the book seem, has, has been fine. The story I don't like that much. So she what is... is uh, we told you the skeleton, and we're now telling you the story. I understand <laughs> that he's drunk, but did he not, like... What's the difference here between, ah, she's dead, I gotta go now, versus, what was gonna... Like, what was he gonna do after he At the end, her? yeah. Did he think she was gonna be like, well, that was great, actually. He did not think it through. Oh, yeah, let's yeah. go back to the hotel now. Yeah, Anyways. she's like, oh, now that you've raped me, I actually love having sex with you. Yeah, no, God, I have no idea it, what his training This part of the book is so upsetting because it gets worse. Yeah. But, and not so, in the way that you'd think. But so two homeless guys show up and they start the getting creepy. The next morning, this is, the sun yeah. is coming up. Yeah. Oh wait, and what's her, this is towards? She's what's her just name? she's just regaining consciousness in when the morning. When the two homeless people come yeah. around, yeah, oh, two man. homeless people come up, they start getting creepy. And the only good thing that fucking weird shapeshifter Liam creepy face does is show up and it's like, hey, you guys don't want to do that. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then his eyes glow green and a bunch of wings pop out. He's like, no, you're not going to do that. So and he, then they run. And then he grabs Avani and he takes her back to the shelter. Just kill him. Where Doc him up. Just helps just treat him. her wounds. And Doc is like, hey, we need to take you to a hospital so you can have a rape kit done. And then we need to take you to the police station so you can report this. And Avani's like, no, I can't do this. Like, essentially, Avani's train of thought is that... This was a terrible thing he did, but he's not a terrible person. Yeah, if I do this, it's going to ruin the rest of his life. And I'm like, yeah, He made should. one mistake. And I'm like, that's that's not a mistake. Yeah, That's who you are as a person. I mean, it's a, it's both. Yes. It's for sure a mistake. It. it is one he needs to be thoroughly it's reminded of. If that's the shit that get... you do when you get too drunk, you should be behind bars. Yeah. <laughs> Hold, you're like, yeah, are you definitely? And everyone in your life should know to be afraid of you when you're drunk. Yeah. You should definitely never go because to the there's bar. no guaranteeing it won't happen again. No matter how bad he feels about it when he's sober, the next time he's drunk, who knows when old knifey's coming out? <laughs> no, uh, that's the name too. of his penis. He also has a knife. A <laughs> uh, light stabbing. Oh, I shouldn't joke. But about yeah, that. so Avani's so like, no, no, I'm not doing any of that. Bad Caleb's comment wasn't much better. <laughs> Well, 
every time they said that, all I could think of was like the real world case where they're like, would you ruin one guy's life over some indiscretion? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would. Five minute mistake. I mean, I feel like her life isn't going to be the same probably. Yeah. Like any non She fully can never go home again. Yeah, so, because she was still living on the ranch, or her mother had also previously died of cancer. So it was literally just her living on the ranch with this family. The only home she had to go home to is the place where the guy raped her. And tried to kill her. Yeah, and tried to kill her, lives with his family, who love him better. (laughs) Yeah, I don't like it. So it's not good. So now she's at the shelter, (laughs) and because Liam found her, she has been identified as a vessel. And I... I don't recall, so Zach, you'll have to fill me in. Does hey. she have a moment of doubt when they threaten the mind no. to receive? Uh, she's the only one who's it. fully on board from the word go. She's literally like, I just feel so at peace here. I'm sorry you were almost raped and murdered. You want it to be worse? You want to join us? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, it's almost like a recent rape. Like, yeah, honestly, this is one of the few ones where, like, mm, yeah, we could we could scrap it. Maybe I didn't know my dad. Let's call this one a mulligan, eh? (laughs) My mom died of cancer, and then I was, like, stabbed slash attempted raped in an alley. Yeah, I I could see see some people definitely choosing the mind wipe. You shouldn't. It can always get better. But once again, those things made her stronger as well. You should always fight to survive. Did did they? I mean, most people who survive that don't usually come out of that, like, happier, more together people. Well, I don't think she's happy more together, but she's stronger for maybe. There's always a reason to live. Her guys. rationale was that it was fine and that she wasn't well, going to ruin his life. I don't think she living. got stronger. You okay, die. Okay. Your body keeps living, but you die. You're but not gonna... you're reborn a new you. <laughs> no, it's just a different person. Yeah, all that you are and all that you ever hope to be is dead. So, in a sense, it, it's personality death. Sometimes I'm not that great, so... But. There's always a reason to live, audience. Yeah. <laughs> and hey, in case you were worried we were going to touch on suicide in this book, buckle so, up. Because yeah, it's is. coming up more than once. <laughs> it's actually coming up multiple times. It comes up at least three times. Yeah, I think three years. Oh, yeah, they can just selectively remove hey, the dad uh, bomb. I, and when I said that like, it was going to be all the bummers, I meant all of they them. They can just selectively <laughs> remove those ones, and then guess what? She's fine again. Should we Wondering say, where her should family we say at some point, if you have thoughts of suicide, or you should try call someone, get help. Yeah, reach, out, reach out to, to one of those hotlines. I do not know the number Just of. go to the ER, call 911. They will do whatever. They'll direct you, or they will help you. So anyway. Uh, Much like this book, we are not equipped to help you. <laughs> okay, so that is Avani, I feel like. Is there anything else you'd want to uh, add to her story up to this point? Yeah, uh, cause she, yeah, she does have a brief moment where she meets another vessel, like someone who's a, a quote unquote retired vessel, what? and uh, that really convinces her that this is the right thing yes, to do. Yes. A thing she didn't need, and it wasn't relevant to the story, but that also brings her to the end of the intro. What I'd like to add to her story is she found a million dollars, forgot the whole thing. Got <sighs> so on to Tallulah. When do they retire as a vessel? When, when they don't yeah. anymore, it is no, it is because there's retired vessels. That, the one that Avani just is retired, she's older. It's essentially, I think, when they are just they've served 
Someone just there decides go. you're done. Like I, when someone just I decides assume, you started. This is my assumption is that one day they wake up and they just know that they're done. Yeah, being honestly, a my guess was actually because the trauma is so important to being a vessel. Once they've is once that. there's a certain point where they just are not bothered by life in any way anymore, that they cannot connect to someone going through it. Yeah, they can't be a vessel anymore. You're no longer capable of being yeah. a vessel. So not only are you threatened into this, you're not allowed to seek therapy while doing this, or you so get fired. So I, I think part of it, so yeah. what, what we'll kind of see is, and I think Zach is right, is that all of these vessels are still looking for something in their lives. Like Link is looking for absolution. Uh, Avani is looking... To, she wants to be able to forgive. I think she wants to belong and yeah, forgive. She wants to be able to forgive, but she can't. And then we'll get to the next one. That makes. But I think once they have attained, like once they are able to attain those things, out is probably when they're done being a vessel. That yeah. makes sense because that's why there's they will, yeah, they would make then a good no one because again. they have the same drive as the spirit. Yes, and that is that accurate later because the spirits choose them based on how they relate. So yeah. our healthcare doesn't cover um, therapists that. Uh, we just can't take you off the job that early. Yeah, no, your therapy is you get a ghost. <laughs> well, they, their therapy is essentially just watching other people do it. I probably yeah. wouldn't be a good Immersion. Person. No, you Jesus. wouldn't probably. Probably be like, uh, nah, let's not do that. How about we just have a beer instead? Yeah, I was like, hey, dude, and how about instead of solving our problems, we just go on a podcast <laughs> we together? We just drink about it. <laughs> Let's worry about you're, that you're, tomorrow. Yeah. We start drinking at 11. <laughs> hey, buddy, I'm starting this podcast called Crying for Help with Caleb. I could really use ghosts. <laughs> that really drive oh up the numbers. Oh, so Tallulah? Okay. So we're moving on to Tallulah, better known as Tall. She was my what? favorite character Cal? for... Tall? Yeah, Tall. T-A-L. 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 Uh, Tal. I think it's Tal. Please, Tal. Tallulah. Oh, yeah, it could be Tall. You're right. Tall. Tall makes sense. It doesn't matter. Go with what you feel. Just use your full name, Tallulah. That's good. Well, the whole book refers to as Tall, not Tallulah. I think it's probably Tal. T-A-L? There is at one point where Jake makes fame of Talon, which I thought was her name for a few pages. Talon. I'm going Talon. Okay, well, I'm going to call her Tall because that's how I say It does not matter. Every time you say Tall, I'm going to say Tal in my head. I'm going to say Talon out loud. Okay. So, Tallulah's story, I'm going to tell it just from, I'm going to tell it in a linear fashion. I'm not going to tell it how it was told in the book. Because it is. Back and forth. A lot. So, Tall is a police detective. In Chicago. Yes. And her father was a police detective. So, this is a generational thing for her. Yes. So, she's very proud of this. This is like her passion. She loves it. She was married and had a child. Owen and Darden. Yes, and we don't know yep. this at first. Darden? Yep. Yeah, and they chose that name because then nobody could make a funny nickname. It didn't have any it. baggage associated with it, but it, you, there's nothing like, you can name a kid that people will not find a way to make. Fun. Well, and also, it's Darden. Yeah, it's Darden or Darton. Darden. D a r d e n. Darden sounds better. Yeah, it's Darden. Yeah, they didn't choose that though. Darden. So, Darden. so she has this husband, this son. Darden? I think Darden. Man, you guys are getting real hung up on stuff today, and this is not even the depths of and our I'm problems. And gonna, I'm going to say this right now because it becomes more relevant later in the story, but she's black. So yeah. she's a female. It sounds like she's a I wasn't sure until much later in the book, but it's definite. She's black. She's a police detective in Chicago. She's married. 
And what? <laughs> I just remembered we read a whole book where every character was black. Look, if they don't call it out, I don't necessarily know. I mean, yeah, you're right, but I just remember that. Look, when I find out what color that Tallulah was, you're going to understand why I was like, I had feelings, and then I was like, oh, I know for sure now. Was it not the front of the book? I didn't know. I couldn't tell which character for sure that was. It's Tallulah. I was pretty sure. Again, I thought Tallulah was black, but the thing that cements it comes... Yeah. It's very this is harsh. It's going to be a long episode. Yeah, it okay. is. It for sure is. So, and you're going to be as mad as me by the end. So, she, all of these facts about her. So, she's married. She has a son. And we learn that her and her son, or her son, her husband were currently separated at a certain point because she was more married to her job. A little too but, much police detective. Classic thing. Yes, but she still very much loved her husband. She was in Reno at some point for a conference for work, and she was like, hey, you guys should come out and visit me. It'll be yeah. really fun. We can have, like, you know, a good, like, yeah, we can work on the marriage. And we... it's just family time away from where we live. So they come out. They call her. They're like, hey, we're on our way to the hotel. She's standing out on the corner waiting for him. She sees them at the stoplight. They start to go with the green light. Some chick was text messaging and driving, never stopped, T-boned oh up. The car burst into flames and Flips they both get, burned to death. They burn alive and she can hear their screams. And sees the whole thing The husband happen. and son. Yes. Yeah. Right in front of her. Mm-hmm. Yes. In Reno. Wow. So she's a bit Fucking burned. Fucking white memory, you say bitches. Herself? Huh? A little bit. Burned herself. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that was oh, backstory one. Mary. Let's get to backstory two for so, Tallulah. So backstory oh, two. Sorry. Backstory two. Oh, yeah, sorry. Bummer warning about burning alive in a car. Uh, next one, it. bummer warning again for a different violent crime. So Tall is now, this is a few years later. Yep. Uh, she is now currently dating another police detective named Jake. And he's kind of taught her how to laugh again. Yeah, he brought husband. her out of her shit, like out of her grief. Yeah. It was like she's like, all right, I'm ready to kind of tell him I love him. We're gonna move forward. Everything's gonna be fine. Everything's going great. We just gotta get through this police sting tonight, and nothing needs yeah, to go we're wrong. We're just doing a little sting on a drug bust here. Jesus Christ! So they're all kind of hanging out. They're you hanging can feel out, it, huh, Caleb? and she's watching. You can the feel it on the wind. She's watching He's only three days away from retirement. <laughs> going down. And she's like, you guys, somebody else just went in there. She's like, I, we got to go in. And there's Jake who's like, hey, let's wait. And then there's another guy, Jake's friend, who's also on the force with them. And he's like, no, we need to hold off. And she's like, no, I'm going in. So if she we don't do this now, we're going to lose everything. just makes an executive decision to run into this fucking warehouse. And so they all follow, of course. Well, then fucking gunfire rings out. Bah, 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 bah. Everybody's, like, getting shot yeah, uh, at. The most concerning part of this is the two gunmen who strut up on surprise are turned out to be wearing police-issue bulletproof vests and turn in deliberately shoot the police and not the drug dealers. And they Implying shoot. they knew and the so cops were coming. Jake shoves Tall out of the way, and on the way, he gets shot. And so she's, like, laying there. She's like, Jake, I love you. Blah, 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 blah. Like, hold on, hold on. She's all, officer down, officer down. Sees the red mist leave his mouth. He's fucking dead. Um, the other guy, Jake's friend, complains. Is like, she went in. We told her not yeah, to. Yeah, blamed she everything on her. She shouldn't have been in there. Blah, blah, blah. 
all this so she's like put on you know what is it called like uh, temporary God, what is it called when they take them off of active duty suspension I don't know. Uh, I feel like I was involuntary watched, suspension. I think something, uh, it's something else, but it's like I always heard it on Law and Order SVU. They take your badge, they take your gun. You're still a cop, but you're under investigation now. And she's like, yeah. I know that like internal affairs you're is just suspended. looking into me. Yes, yeah, and so, she, so she's just in a very dark place now. She just lost the guy she loved. She's already lost her family. She's lost her job now at this point, and she knows like. His fucking best friend hates me. He's going to say and do whatever he can to bring me down. Even at the funeral, there were cops that wouldn't look at me because they blame me. And she's like, I'm just going to end it all. So Flies down to Reno to the spot where her fucking family Buys died. a fucking knife from a pawn shop. Yep. Which, again, I was like, why did this matter? It didn't. Bought well, a very, specific, the the a very yep. specific type of knife. Like a, a fucking switchblade. Like with a K. Yeah. From a pawn shop and is like, I'm going to go kill myself. And then she goes into an alley. Smells like shit. An alley. Yeah, has a brief moment of uh, doubt and then slices her wrists. Just, oh my God. And like, pretty good because she's like, she loses consciousness, I think. Yeah, she's like woozy. Only lives because uh, someone finds her. I think it was Liam. Liam. It's always fucking Lee. Yeah, drags her into the clinic. Had the doc saves her. The do- uh, and this is this part. Fucking, I was I read it three times, thrice because I was like, certainly this is not what I'm reading. But essentially, what it says is that the doctor has found out they were the same blood type, put a needle in her arm and put a needle in Tall's arm, and then just fucking bled into her. And I was like... Uh, Mallory is the only medical professional in the room, but it did seem sketch. (laughs) Do we not have just fluids here? Like, was that necessary? Like, he pretty much found her shortly after she fucking sliced and diced. So I'm like, what? Uh, I don't like wrists. Yeah, that's fair. I don't like it either. And so, but like she's nice alive. Things. And at first, she's like, no, let me die. And they're like, no. Yeah, we're not going to let you do that. Yeah. And so, then she even wakes up and she's like, she questions it 99% of the way. Yeah, I, I'm proud of her for holding out as long as she did. So, she she heals, but I think she's still a bit resentful that they yeah, stopped her. She, yeah, she's mad. And then she gets the same offer everyone else does. And she's real pissed about that, too. Because it's sketchy as hell. Yeah, and they're like, okay, so it's cool for you to kill me, but it's not cool for me to kill me. <laughs> and so she, I, I don't want to go out of order, but I'm sure I'm going out of order. So she goes back to Chicago. Actually, you're right on track. And she is like, I need to either figure out if I'm going to get my job back. Um, you know, what is the situation here? I need to talk to... You know, whoever I can't remember. Yeah, she needs to talk to the guy Tucker, her partner's best friend. best friend, who's always hated her, but she's like, I just need to talk to him. Well, as she's, like, kind of following him, she wants to catch him alone. She sees that he goes into this specific shop, and he's talking to a guy in kind of an angry manner. Another guy comes out, and she recognizes him as one of the shooters. Yeah, or as one of the drug dealers. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, And she's like, he paid those guys to come in and get rid of me. He's the one. Yeah, he meant to kill her, not Jake. And now he's mad that he got his own best friend killed. 
and blames it all on her. And she's like, I want fucking revenge. And then what do you know? Old, old fucking old Liam, Liam shows up yeah, as, as a, a homeless yeah, man. Yeah, as a first. fat, just mess of a man. <laughs> yeah, too bad you're never going to be able to do that. And she's like, I don't want to join the program. I want to go get justice. And he's like, well, you can't because I'll take your memories. And you he's won't like, know. Oh, and then he actually in, uh, embodies her son. He acts oh, like yeah. her son. He keeps turning into her kid to fuck yeah. her. And he's That's like, not... Mommy, why are you doing this? Liam, what like, the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like... Then, so much. And he's like, justice will be served, just not in the way you think. And I'm like, that's like that's like me saying, like, somebody murdered Caleb. And I'm like, I want him the to go to jail. The only way to avenge Caleb's like, no, death he'll, he'll get is to lead hell. that guy who murdered Caleb to the light. That's the only way. Or, Do not punish him for Caleb's murder. Or when he dies, he'll go to hell and he'll get justice there. That's it. That's what they're telling Under him. no circumstances should you ever attempt to punish someone for the crimes they commit. I was thinking maybe God, rip a is, fingernails we, off. Or, if a guy killed me, <laughs> I'd possess whoever, whatever vessel I got and I'd go kill him too. That is what the rogue is doing. Yes, I knew that. <laughs> I'd throw my vessel off a cliff, possess a random person, and go... S- or actually, I'd possess... I won't lie. As I read the vessel one, I was definitely... Or as I was reading the rug one, I was like, you know, at least I get this guy. You get the serious... I, I, you know what I mean. I, yeah, I, he, he made more sense than the weird no. people who were like, this is fine. I know what... No, I'd kill my vessel. I understood his rationale. It wasn't my good. murderer... And I'd slowly kill him as he rots, forcing him to do That's actually the ultimate things. revenge. Yeah. That's good, yeah. Top notch, Caleb. Hey, I'd like, I'd really like get him in the paint. Off. Yeah. I'd have him like, I don't know, I'd be making him do a bunch of shit to him. Kind of reminds me of that movie The Frighteners with Michael J. Fox. Hmm. Oh, yeah. God, that was scary. Good movie. Yeah, it was scary. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways, I'd be evil if I was a ghost. Y- yeah, Caleb, I know you'd be evil if you were a ghost. It's very obvious. I shouldn't have any power. Yeah, I'm aware. A part of There's you, a reason we didn't let you have any. A part <laughs> of me hopes that the vessel's program is real. God, I hope purpose. Not. I don't <laughs> like On one hand, you know, see, things power. seem nice. But on the other hand, like, it seems like a weird fascist spirit hell. Would You're going to believe vessel? in love. No, you wouldn't be a vessel. Well, it sounds, like you, don't, sounds like you don't have a choice. If you're you chosen, you're fucking chosen. Hey, hey so what yeah, would be you, your trauma if you were a vessel? Well, that's what I don't... I, but yeah, so... so I've had such a priv life, it's not even funny. Priv life. Priv life. <laughs> priv life. Oh, hashtag is that priv the, life. Is that not what the kids are saying these days? I have no idea. No, that's exactly They're what they're saying. They're in our third. Are they? Is it? Yeah. Oh, that was a good guess. Priv life, absolutely. Well, oh, shit, I didn't know it that. Sounded real, it sounded real dumb in my head, and then yeah, I was I'm like, this I'm is probably what kids are saying. You. I don't yeah, know what kids are saying. Probably what kids are saying these days because it sounds real dumb. He's 22, and to anyone who's a teenager, he's ancient. era, though. I feel like from like 15 to 25, it's kind of the same lingo. Yeah, you're all a bunch of dipshits. We were that. This is getting aggressive, but not that. (laughs) Not like that. I don't think. Asa, you were like that as an adult. No, I was like what? It's been a long time since I've had a white. Yeah. What do you think? I don't. It's different than I remember. 
Caleb and I are very different. I'm not going to out you on air, but I'm going to stare at you knowingly. (laughs) (laughs) Earlier tonight, Asa was, well, he was being sarcastic. Well, you know Caleb and I are very different. But I made a nice joke, and he was like, how are you so funny, Mallory? And I was like, it's probably trauma. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. So I guess unless, you know, it's unfortunate. I mean, it does make you kind of funny. I don't want to be a vessel, Me and Asa don't get along. You know that. All right, so Tal says yes, Tal, but mostly because she's backed into a court. Yeah, it's like either I get I lose everything, or I maybe get a chance to avenge my husband's murder, and maybe don't lose everything, and also like lose the memory of her son, which Liam yeah. keeps it, taking the body of. To yeah, like, he keeps really threatening. I'm going to erase the memories of your dead husband and kid. No one will ever remember them. If you don't say yes. <laughs> yes, I love they that. They had families of their own. So helpful and so healthy. So anyway, we're back in Reno. Yeah, baby. Yeah, Mallory Reno. raised the point. Uh, when they were all offered the the chance of uh, be a vessel or have your memory erased, they, they were each given 24 hours to decide. But Todd tried to immediately say no, turned around to walk out, and the guy opened the door to hell in front of her. So, and everybody's, like, hell was different. Or open to the lot. Like, somebody's was just, <laughs> okay. like, an open, dark, like, beach. I think it was just water and darkness. Yeah, one of them was a howling forest. Yes. And you I get custom hells. Hell. Yeah, whatever scares you the most is what you're doing. I mean, that's how it should be done, custom hell. Well, I guess. Custom heaven. Of I get course. It. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm like, these people didn't deserve that. Mine, no, not mine would be, like, that a dark beach with fucking snakes. In water, snakes in the water, Ooh, black mambas, and on the beach, and I'd be like, you, "There's no safe place. You're just, just treading like water." Like a doctor's office where they're always uh, like, "I gotta open you up for something." Snakes and going to the that. doctor in general, sitting in the waiting room, actually for me would be my hell as well. <laughs> like, God damn it, I'm late for an appointment. Yeah, so that that wraps up the intro. We're a hundred and that's part one, yeah. yeah, that's a hundred pages ish plus in, maybe a little more. This is when I was like, there can't possibly be any more characters. We're all in agreement with that, right? This is a whole roster of characters. We've I don't done. remember all the ones like we've an, talked about so far. like an hour. We're a third of the way through the book. Again? Half, I would Three say. more. Yeah. So, uh... Do we want to do, um... Actually, let's... How do I want to play this? All right. Uh, real quick. So, Tal, while questioning, I will briefly say this because it comes up to nothing later, but does come up. Uh, she really doubts who Sam, the guy in charge of everything, is. Yes. Because uh, his name's not on any of the paperwork, and also she thinks she everything here is insane. So, she looks into it. She calls the state office. That leads to problems that are not addressed in any way, shape, or form, but does lead to them. Uh uh, a little bit of, we do learn a little bit more about Sam, um, that his wife had died and that he is estranged from his son and his daughter, that he loves him very much, but him and his son particularly see very differently oh, yeah. on certain issues. So I guess we could just get this out of the way. We could do that storyline real quick. So it turns out when they were living in Germany, when he was a military uh, officer. He was pretty high up. Like, he was a high-ranking military officer. Uh, He was in the hospital wing of that. uh, And he had a surgeon that he was cheating on his wife with. Well, they ended up getting pregnant, uh, despite their best efforts. And they got an abortion. And... They separated. Well, another person who had been passed over by that surgeon to get the job 
decided, just told everyone about the affair, like ratted him out. And it almost destroyed his family, but him and his wife got over it. They moved on. Like, they, they, they basically fixed their marriage. They moved to the United States. They retired from the military. He opened up the, like, he fixed a hospital in, I think, Chicago. Yeah. Was living a good life. Like, he had, like, he repaired his relationship for the most part. But his kids never forgave him. And his son super never, like, changed, like, decided that because his dad forced him to move away from Germany, that his dad was the devil and would rather see him dead than ever be a part of his life again. He moved in with his aunt on the East Coast and then told everyone that his parents were dead and that he lived alone with his aunt. And then when his aunt died, he pretended like he was an orphan. Yeah, that he'd never had his parents and was only ever raised by his aunt. It was a harsh reaction. And then became a politician. Yeah, he's become the governor of Nevada and is actively destroying any uh, government-funded... Homeless. Yeah, well, any support system at all. He was like any like Medicaid, welfare, homeless center, anything we are doing to help people (laughs) that is not like making the state money is gone. That's his plan. Hmm. And the crazy thing is when he tells the story from his one or two chapters that he has. Yeah, he's like, my dad raped a lady, forced her to get an abortion. And then she came forward and told my mom, which is not what happened. That lady moved to a different hospital. And then it was this other employee that kind of outed the whole thing. So it was like a. Either he is lying to himself or he just misconceived it at the time because he yeah. was a teenager. He told himself Whatever a story. way, he's very bitter. He did everything he could to make his father the bad guy at every yeah. turn. And still is. And he has paid his money or paid his sister money to not talk to their father. Yeah. But even she is like at the point where she's had kid of, kids of her own and she's like, I'd kind of like them or to know. He paid his sister money to pretend that they weren't related. Oh, so that it wouldn't contradict right. his new backstory. Mm. So this is super sinister, right? And you're like, whoa, where is this taking us? And let me tell you, it's nowhere. <laughs> he <laughs> does. Yeah. How did I know the answer? Yeah. <laughs> he does briefly find out his father's working at this because of Tallulah's call. And is like, oh, my God, my dad's here in Nevada. He must be coming to undermine and destroy my career. I need to stamp him out before anything happens. That's the end of the story. Line. Well, no, because then Sam does get a call from the hmm. the office that kind of regulates, you know, I, I don't even know what it's called anymore. She's the secretary of... The, the permits department. Yeah. And she's like, hey, just, you know, somebody's know. been looking into you. It's the governor. And he's like, oh, okay, thanks it's for the, the heads governor. up. And we never hear about it again. Yeah, I'm just gonna assume the shapeshifter just killed him. And but it was so it was, was Tall bad. that caught, made the call, and the, and she's like, "I'm gonna have to let Sam know what I did." But then never does. <laughs> never does. It never comes up. You're just well, like, maybe she right. does. They just didn't write about it for some. But it's a book. So if they didn't write about it, it didn't happen. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, yeah. They're so, till book number All right. Two. So that was, Ron was the, the third, rules. Ron is the son. He was introduced on page 200 of 300. That's that storyline. Nice. Uh, nice. The other character introduced that goes nowhere uh, is this guy called Blaze. Now, when he's introduced, his nickname is super lame because, like, Link is like, hey, I knew Blaze in prison. Link and Blaze. Uh, 
he like he can help us with all the tech. And he's like, why is your nickname called Blaze? And he's like, because he can blaze a trail on any computer. And I don't think that's the actual reason his name is Blaze. His name is Blaze because he started a prison fire so that Link could escape uh, and then faked, helped fight the prison fire. What his name should be is Quality Friend. Yeah, I mean, solid guy. Blaze is good. You're right. Blaze is top notch. He a fire so I can escape from jail. Yeah, and then he helped the guards fight it, and the guards were like, Dude, fuck yeah, you helped save a bunch of people. That's good behavior. You're getting out this year. It's a stop notch plan. Never could go this wrong. This guy is it wheeling it and couldn't. dealing. He literally could. <laughs> and don't worry, he's got a tragic backstory too. Did his super rich asshole stepfather murder his mother? Probably. Do we find out? No. <laughs> but did he uh, essentially help people like you know, get off the hook for brutal crimes and, you know, like... Yeah, get away with poor factory conditions that led to worker death. Yep. Yeah, he sure did. Yeah. Hey. I told you, we're hitting so many bummers. Did he pick Mm. Blaze up from prison and say, Blaze is like, where's mom? And he's like, oh, mom died like five months ago, bro. You could have been at the funeral if you weren't in prison. Yeah, speed up, bro. You missed out on a lot. One more time, what put him in prison? Oh, uh, so he his tried to blackmail the uh, one of his father's his stepfather's clients who had had the factory conditions thing. Well, oh. they caught him <laughs> and uh, threw his him in prison instead. In. Yeah, his stepfather turned him in. He told his mom he was teaching him a lesson. He oh. was trying to get enough money that him and his mom could leave their stepdad. You know, it's a whole twist. You can't let thing. that happen. Yeah, anyways, so Blaze is a super tech genius, again, bordering on Supernatural. He manages to invent subdermal tracking chips, like, just in a back room that he puts in the vessels that can be tracked anywhere in the world. It's God's will. So this is like a little step up from the fucking coin they have to rub. Because now they don't have to rub the thing. Yeah, and if you wonder if this tracking system that tells where anyone is anywhere on the planet useful, nope. It's not. Because they can fucking transport it. Yeah, because they can fucking teleport. It's useless. God works in mysterious ways. The creator works in mysterious ways. There is no fucking God. They never call it God. Only Tal calls him God, and only at the very end of the book. And that's because she grew up, like... Catholic. ...religious and believed in God. Everyone else just calls it the creator. Yeah, so I feel like we've kind of explained some backstory. So I'm going to go into part two. I guess we now know Caleb's a God guy, too. We're going into... (laughs) We'll do Aaron dead last. Yeah. So we're going into part two here with... Uh, it's fine. No. We've got our three no. vessels. Yep. We're we have Blaze, who has implanted chips in everybody. Link was also a, like, super killer tattoo artist, even in prison. Yeah. And so they're like, hey, we're all... these." All the vessels need tattoos. Tat us up. So he tattoos everybody on their ankle, like, up their, like, calf shin. And yes. it's, like... It's like when he puts the needle to the skin, it just fucking draws itself. And it glows. And his skill was completely irrelevant. Yeah. So, again, nothing you ever did in this life matters. It's got weird symbolism and letters in it. Yeah, S O lowercase b cat Y. They all have the same one. Save others before yourself. Yep. Like, I was this like, is when I was like, oh, okay, I know what this book is. <laughs> I read that and I was like, 
save others. You want to know what I thought? I've never heard this it's, before. It's capital S O lowercase B Y. Do you remember those Sobe drinks with the things? Oh <laughs> yeah, I was. That th- was S O B I. My think. brain was thinking of that uh, C T R. Yeah. Right, choose the, the right. right the yeah. Or W W J D. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. They got they got a W W J D W W A D. What would Asa what would, do? What would Asa do? Get drunk in a room. No, not all the time. What um, time would you not do that? So be. It, it's relevant to the or the context. It's like what situation am I in? Mm, get what drunk outside. Well, time. what if I'm standing? I have a flat tire. I'm on the side of the highway. WWAD. Get drunk in the truck bed. Well, no, I don't always have alcohol. But you could. Well, if I was Asa, I'd change my own tire, but I'm too weak to change my own yeah. tire, so I would call AAA. Surprisingly, I'm not always drunk, but it's it is surprising. I, I've seen him at work. Sometimes he isn't. Sometimes he needs. <laughs> what Asa would do and what Asa has to do are different things. <laughs> but okay. anyway, yeah. so they so, all yeah. get the tats. They get their so be tats. And it's fucking Save. Just the two of who? The rogue, it's the rogue and, and the, the body person. and the person that's chartering this. Okay, okay. And he's kind of been watching him. He's like, he seems pretty healthy and he's young enough. Tell me if there was anything I'm missing. You're pretty much on board, okay. yeah. So he's like, he yeah, this dick. is a good option. You he's know? a guy, I'm going to take yeah. him. So they're out on this vessel and he all of a sudden kind of throws the dude, the body that he's in, down on the boat and like cracks his head open a little bit i could be wrong there but he throws him down he goes into the other guy he's got to wait till his back is down you know so he can enter that he grabs the other guy throws him on the ground so his back's facing goes into him and then turns around and dismembers the corpse he just left throws him into the water and then he takes off he pretty much drains this guy's bank account buying first class fucking tickets back to the u.s to Santa Fe. San Francisco, I think is actually. Yeah, San Francisco. I, <laughs> you are correct. No. So as he's this is a, a man with a plan. Both in California. Okay. He's sitting on the plane and a flight attendant kind of walks by and talks to him just a little bit. And he like notices her, she notices him, and he's like, okay. So, anyways, goes on with the flight, first class. He's like, I'm draining this dude's bank account. He's not gonna need it after this because he'll be dead. So, gets off the plane, there's two people waiting for him. 
the spirit guards. So it turns out there are, and I don't remember this exactly, there are humans trained to recognize I, so there are spirit Spirits. guards, and there's something called Pinnacle, which they didn't describe, that sounded like some sort of all-knowing thing that could read the thoughts of all mortals at all times. I don't know. It was weird. It could also read the thoughts of vessels and spirits, but couldn't track this guy. I guess I almost, my impression was that there are certain humans out there that can recognize yeah, a they, spirit in a human. And that's what the flight attendant had done, and she had notified the spirit guard. And this okay. these were such rapidly thrown away lines. I don't know. <laughs> this to me was oh, this was like this was hands the down, thing. This was like wow. Why did you even waste my time with this? So the spirit guards are waiting for him, and the spirit Eric, his name is. Yeah, uh, they're name. like, hey, buddy, each on either side of him, holding his arms. They're like, hey, we're going to go back to uh, the ship, you know? You're going to the lot, my you guy. You kind of lost your fucking chance here. And he's like, oh, my God. I got to pee. Kills me. I've got to pee. And they're like, no. And he's like, I have a human body. I have human needs. And they're like, well, don't even think that you're going to get to go alone. Which I wouldn't have let him go at all. Yeah, let him piss himself. Yeah, he care. already looks like fucking death. Like, people are looking at him and they're startled. Like, the dude looks so He's sickly. a rotting body. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, they let him go into the bathroom stall alone. And uh, I was not even really sure what happened in the bathroom stall. He teleported. But oh, because yeah. he's not a vessel, it's less like a whoop, whoop. And more like a, your I whole body is ripped into a thousand pieces, flung across the sky, and reassembles itself at its destination. He went from, like, one stall to another, I feel like, and then from that stall to wherever he was going. So he outsmarted the spirit guard. He outsmarted these guys who didn't know he could teleport by teleporting. <laughs> and they're like, well, we're not going to let you go to the bathroom alone. And it's like, what the actual fuck? But they did yeah, yeah, it was. I don't. I don't even understand how they thought they could stop him from teleporting. And this never came up again. Was there any reprimand? Was there anything? Anything? No. Well, no. Yeah, they, they just don't catch him from now on. How do you teleport out of a bathroom stall? Jesus, you're covered in metal walls. <laughs> no, you're not covered <laughs> because Americans in. don't fucking like invest <laughs> in the good bathrooms. I know. It just, it's not even ceiling to floor, you know? <laughs> the gap is about to Imagine like in Iceland, remember? It was like fucking, there was, nobody could okay. peek in on you. No, but then you had public All right, are we ready for, uh, are we ready for part three? Shower you might as shit well have had fucking gang I'm toilets, it sounds like. Are we ready for part three where I descend into the depths of madness? No, not yet. So I think this is part two where uh, that was the end of part two for the rogue where we know he has now switched bodies. He's dismembered the previous body and now he's escaped the spirit guard. So now let's get back to our vessels. Okay, this is part three. Yeah, oh, this is. Oh, I thought you were talking specific to the rogue. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Okay, so uh, did you want to start with Uh, this? Okay. All right, I'm just going to dive in because I'm just, I don't know why I'm feeling antsy right now, but it's flowing through my veins. I'm on the, so they show up, the the submarine emerges from the lake out on the reservation. Old Captain Hugh comes out, shakes everybody's hand. Everybody gets their ghost and is immediately teleported away. It's not away. a ghost, it's a spirit. I don't give a shit. Okay. <laughs> 
Everyone has a man come inside them. I'm going to tell the story. And then they go out. Come inside. First of all, the submarine came sailing in. Yep. And then don't forget that the little little bridge just like... Like, like the like alien, Star Wars it looks like, think like an alien when the thing extends yeah, out like to the ground. Like yeah, that. yeah. Uh, what it's like. So, uh, who do we want? Let's do this in the same order we did before. We'll follow Link's story first. Again, well, the, the first least one that volunteers with the yeah, spirit too. Uh, the least painful story. Link gets a spirit named uh, Valerie, who uh, Ooh, gotta love a Valerie. They teleport to Ohio, uh, where they go track down <laughs> yes. her mom Rose. And he's like, hey, what do I say to this lady? I don't know what to tell her to convince her that, you know, I am have your spirit in me and we need to talk. And she's like, you should know. You'll, you'll know what to say. You he, should also know when the spirit talks to the person, it's a blend of their voices. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can hear the spirit's voice. But it's also mixed with the person's voice. So yeah, it's, it's horrifying. Really fucked. But uh, she's like, you'll know what to say when you get there. That's he walks right. up and he's like, Hey, uh, my name is Link, and your daughter's soul is inside me, and she'd like to talk to you. And he's immediately kicked off the porch, and they threatened to call the cops on him. And I was like, so he didn't know what to say, did he? I feel like you're lying. (laughs) He knew that's what he was supposed to say. Anyways, so they come back at like 11 that night. The creator works in mysterious ways. Yeah, he's a fucking it's, prick. So it's also <laughs> worth noting at certain points when these people start to get stressed or nervous, the spirit calms them. Oh, yeah, the spirit constantly, anytime. It's regulating their emotions. Yeah, anytime you're doing something the spirit doesn't like, they put a stop to that. They're like, shh, you're angry about what this person is saying to you right now? Shh. Rain it in, even though he's and being. And they're like, wow, mon- yeah. that is so calming to me. Yeah, it's it's upsetting. It's it's so demeaning listening to these ghosts talk to these yeah. people. Uh, so they, they come back. I know they come back at eleven that night, which you know not creepy. Uh, and they're talking to like they finally they show up. They talk to Rose, and rather than you know go with like the hey I have your daughter inside me, they just jump to facts that only the daughter could know and convince Rose the mother that Valerie's here. They talk. It's not going super great, and then they touch, and Valerie does magic knowledge flood love into her that suddenly convinces the mother to let go and of the all of. Tattoo lights don't, up. Don't say flood love. I'm gonna it say flood, flood love. love. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, I don't like that. No, I didn't either. It's an interesting. I'm still so mad. Anyways, so I think that's a fine. Whatever trait. trauma. Is wrong with the mother? That's gone. She's just like, oh, I believe you're my daughter. I feel bad. Like, everything's, like, I, you know, I'm over how sad you are. I'm ready to live my life. And Valerie's like, okay, but you got to forgive Zach, too. And I was like. But we don't, you haven't told him any of Valerie's backstory. I'm about to. Oh, okay. She's like, you have to forgive Zach, too. And she's like, no, fuck Zach. He killed you. And she's like, Zach? That's how we feel a lot of the time. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, her but story, as it turns out, is Zach, uh, uh, her and her friends were all out drinking with her boyfriend, Zach. Well, Zach wasn't drinking, and they're doing something called speed surfing, which it sounds like... An Ohio ooh. thing? I, I think they're on, That's like... That's like a flat, a flat state thing. Yeah, I think that it's like roller skates or something. What are they surfing on? No, so what it sounded like to me, and I guess maybe we have different interpretations of it, is that he was driving a Jeep and they were (laughs) hanging onto the top of the Jeep. 
Oh. And so they're like, yeah, go faster, go faster. And like, so what originally happened was they were thrown from the Jeep and he had been drinking. Yeah. They're like, he was driving drunk. There was an accident. These kids died. But what actually yeah. happened is they were like, we want to speed surf. And he's like, no, I don't want yes. to. You guys were all drunk. Let's go home. And she essentially bullies her boyfriend into getting drunk and doing this for them. Well, he swerves to miss a hole and hits a rock instead. The car flips. The first one's thrown, hits a tree, die instantly. The other two are thrown from the vehicle, and they're like, oh, we're okay. And then the Jeep lands on them. And rolls, yeah. And, and he tries fine. to get out and save them, and he can't because there's a car on them. Upside down. It's so not... I thought they were holding on to the top of the Jeep. That makes more sense because I could surfing? not figure out... I thought they were like on roller skates with ropes behind it. Oh, that makes less sense to it me. It does. Yours makes yeah. way more sense. I think you're right. And I, now that I, we're talking about, like, were they just holding on laying down or were they standing there, like... Well, if it's an SUV, it probably had the rack on top I mean, that they could hang on to. Maybe. Yeah. But I'm just like... Like the Jeep. Like, it's like, yeah, like yeah, your I was like, but would they be standing on it if they were surfing? Or I think you'd be, like, laying surf? across yeah. it. Okay. You'd be on your that, knees, that maybe. Makes, that does sound fun. It does sound fun, but yeah. also, like, you're going to die. It's like <laughs> you're tubing. You're just yeah. holding on. Yeah, on yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, hey, Except at home, pavement. don't do that. No. <laughs> Anyone pavement. listening at home, don't do speed but surfing. But if you have, hit me up and let me know if we're right. And <laughs> if we're wrong about the definition. Bastards at gmail.com. Hit us up. That wasn't media. taken? We're, on we're the first to get that? We really are. You did this joke last week. Oh, I did, did I? <laughs> yep. <laughs> so I'm anyways. to do that joke? It's already been taken? I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> I'm going to hurt you in the ways this book hurt me. <laughs> so uh, uh, this is why there's some anger for me. Yeah, so she makes uh, her mom go down and tell this kid that she's sorry. She apologizes for everything. Lash forgives him. And you should say Zach's life is pretty bleak right now. He yeah. lives next to some sort of a he lives in he lives smells, in like the meth trailer park. It smells terrible. He has his dog, but all he has in his life is dog and drinking and working paycheck to paycheck at a construction job where no one asks who he is because anywhere else he goes, everyone hates him for murdering three girls. But even though he didn't murder, three even girls. though he did not murder three girls. Yeah. Mm. That's but her and her church hippie or church rolling, what do they call it? Jesus rolling. What is that? What is the term? I don't know. Holy rolling. Oh, yeah. Holy rolling friends have like fucking destroyed his life. His yeah. Family. Yeah. And they're like, he's, he's like, I don't really give a shit if you apologize or forgive me. You've ruined my life. There's nothing you can do to fix it. And the mom's like, no, you, we changed your life. You, we can just change it back. And I'm like, no, I don't think you can. She's pretty much like, just call me if you need help and I'll help you. Like, I understand now what actually happened. Like, they all hold hands. They do the flood love again. Uh, I'm not joking. So it sounds Mom and daughter like, flood love boyfriend. It sounds like for the, for the whole thing to finally be complete, they have to lock eyes. And then with the spirit in them, like the people, the vessels have like a green like ring around their eyes. It glows. It sounds cool. Yeah, it does sound cool. But like that's how like, it's not until the person you're like trying to seek some sort of. Forgiveness, absolution, yeah. whatever it may be, until they look you in the eye and you guys have this moment. It's not until and that you leap into their soul and fill them with your that love. You've like completed your mom your and boyfriend, flood love, daughter's green ring. It's just, it gets fucking. Weird. Anyways, they're just really like, hey, I know the last 10 years because of your life sucked. 
I forgive well, you. At this point, even during like Wilder at Zach's trailer, this is Link's body, right? Mm-hmm. So a twenty-something Hispanic male with kind of the voice of Valerie is like, "Zach, I love you. I've always loved you." I want you to be happy. Move on and with like, your life. Let's embrace. Oh uh, yeah, I and was really afraid that we're gonna kiss. Like I that's not fair like, to Javier. <laughs> okay. This but, is this is like, all. Who's, who's buying this shit? Uh, hey Valerie, is that a is that a phone Asa? in your pocket, or are you just happy is. to see me? <laughs> Which is fine, but I'm just like I'm happy to wow, see you, Mike. <laughs> all right, and so Link wraps it up, teleports home. That's the end of Link's story. I will say, like, something we learned here is, like, we're learning some connections between the spirits and the vessel they choose. And he's like, she does want, she wants forgiveness and absolution because she wants her mother to know it wasn't Zach's fault. Just like the same way he wants wants that kid's mother to know he didn't kill that kid. And so they kind of relate on that level. And it's like when he has that thought, he gets a warming sensation that tells him that Valerie agrees. And it's just like, okay, fuck me. Let's go on. Yeah. All right. So, so now we go to uh, Avina's. Avani. Avani. Thank you. I flopped the letters in my brain. Look, we drinking here, guys. Uh, so Avani uh, teleports to Japan. And well, if you think you know where this is going... You might be right. So they head to the Fukushima nuclear power plant where they're doing the nuclear cleanup after the earthquake fallout disaster. Hmm. And she is possessed by the grandmother of this girl who, uh, the grandmother. You say possessed, I'm going to say inhabited. It's right. You know what? You keep, you keep water, <laughs> you, you keep whitewashing over these Ghost crimes, Mallory. Exactly. <laughs> Just remember. So Spirit. So Spirit crimes, possibly, it sounds like. She didn't commit a crime. I might be yeah. ghost racist after this book, okay? Yeah. <laughs> soul, Anyways. Soul so, Avina goes up to this lady, soul learns that crime. while you have a spirit in you, you can speak whatever language they need you to speak and understand it. Which is fucking awesome. Actually, pretty cool. Yeah. That's a real life, uh, you know possession thing. You learn a language you didn't know. That is true. It's usually Latin, I mean, it's true as possession yeah. is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Did you say that happens in real life? With possession. Yeah, possession. Possession. possession real life thing. You learn a language you don't You don't know. And he's saying as real as possession is. Yeah, it's that power is exactly as real as being possessed is. In real life, yeah. Whatever that means to you at home. Uh, yeah. It means 100%, Zach. Well, that is what I was thinking. Uh, I was also thinking I would love to speak Spanish. So she talks to this lady, and she's like... Zuzu? Zuzu. But yeah, she's talking to this lady's granddaughter, and she's like, what am I saying? She's like, you'll know what to say. And so she talks to this lady, and the lady's like, get the fuck out of here. What are you doing here? Why are you saying you're talking for my grandmother? I haven't spoken to her in years. And she's like, immediately kicked out. She's like, so I didn't know what to say, huh? I was like... I sent Mallory a text that was like, you'll know what Again. to say. And it did like the, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. The gang didn't know what to say. <laughs> it's the second or third time. It's the it's second, second time. Don't worry, it happens for a third time. Uh, <laughs> Good, I can't wait to hear and what they said. And it's also pretty bad. Uh, so eventually she ambushes this later at a marketplace. And is starts does exactly what uh, Link did and starts telling her stories about the past that only her grandma could know. 
And eventually the two of them reconcile, and it turns out that she had cut her granddaughter off because, now here we go, we're not just utilizing the Fukushima tragedy for this book, we're, we're taking also taking a trip to Nagasaki. What? Uh, and it's like it almost didn't matter that it happened in Hiroshima. It's personal. Yeah, she's and like she starts Nagasaki. describing her experience of coming home to find her whole family destroyed by the atomic bomb, and losing her child she was pregnant with due yeah. to radiation. She has she gets remarried, has another kid, and uh, her daughter has another daughter who's the person we're talking to, and that person moves to America, gets married to an American military person, and starts studying nuclear power. And she's like, okay, well, everything that you've chosen in your life is pretty much everything that ruined mine, so we're done talking forever. Mm-hmm. And it the grandmother's like, like you could have maybe had a conversation. Yeah, right. You could have talked about it. And the grandmother's like, I was wrong. I'm sorry. I should, you know, like I She's understand. truly asking for forgiveness. Yeah. And then she's like, but like, but like you could stop working in nuclear power, right? You could do one of the and other also, ones. Let me take you on a journey. To just show you the devastation. Yeah, like let's 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 really utilize all the tragedies. Yeah, <laughs> like they went to like museums. They went to the fucking like sites where you know you could just you, all you see is like the ash of people's shadows. And, yeah, it's like it was just like this is all like it would be interesting to go see those museums in person. But I'm like, why are you, your granddaughter lives? In and again, camp. you're utilizing this to be like. Mm. Like maybe this is key. Yeah, like I'm like her husband didn't bomb. Yeah, no one and all was alive that bombed these people. I'm like no one involved in that decision making process left today. I don't think agree with the bombing. And wouldn't most of this research be making it safer to make sure? Yeah, that's what the daughter says, and she's like, "It's clean, it's safe," and she's like, "Yeah, but it." There's other clean. methods. The other ones could be cleaner and safer, and they come from God. Like, And you should just look into that. Tutta Dukes, don't they? Uh, <laughs> like, you should just look into that. Yeah, like, it was It was just like... Come, it was a very roundabout um, way of saying, change your life, but also I forgive you, and I want you to forgive me. But also I forgive you, even though yeah. you didn't ask for my Even though you didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, you just lived your life, and I punished you. You're just actively trying to make the world a better place, and it's not good enough for me. It never is. It's wild. And don't worry, Avani gets a follow-up chapter to this, because after the ghost is done, like, ah, you know what? We got some time. We finished early. Yeah, we finished early. You can teleport wherever you want. We got another three days to kill. So she teleports to the ranch. In California. To go say goodbye to her horses. California. Which I get, actually. I would want to say goodbye to my horses. Well, that was her intention, was just as Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just, she's sneaking around. She's saying goodbye to her horses. Well, guess who's in the stables? If it is an old fucking Sonny. attempted rapist, attempted murderer, Sonny himself. If it is an old, lightly stabby Jack. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, Avin- or, Avani, I'm so sorry. I, you know, like... He's going on to this whole, now can you take this? I don't. So he's basically like, oh my God, like, I didn't think I would see you again. I thought you were dead. <laughs> yeah. I like, thought I left I you. I thought I abandoned you in an alley to die. I saw two homeless men. I thought they'd save you. Well, he didn't see those. Those homeless men came in the morning hours after he left her there to die. So um, he had no idea. 
I feel no like you could have guessed. He had no idea, of, like, no way of knowing if she was alive or dead. I left you unconscious, naked, in the scariest part of town, and I just assumed it'd be fine. Yeah. Bleeding. So, <laughs> so he is, like... I hate this man. Talking... As you should. But I honestly don't remember what he said to her. I don't feel like it was relevant. And she's like, hey... I, like, I'm kind of cold, or my horse is kind of cold. I don't know who she was talking about. Can you go get this blanket for my room? And while I... Oh, they hold hands for a moment. Yeah, they have no, a nice, like... touch this oh, man. Like, I kind of forgive him. I don't know that I'm ready yet. I don't... Like, she's like... The spirit's like, you should forgive him. Tell him it's okay. Tell him it's all right. The it's, spirit's pushing her to do this, and she's like... I don't I'm think ready. I'm ready for that. And so she's like, hey, I'm cold. Can you go get this blanket? And he goes to get the blanket. And while he's she gone. She teleports away. She teleports away. And then when he comes he back. He gets his own chapter. When he comes back and he's like, she's gone. He's holding this blanket. And he's like, it literally, there was no remorse in this chapter. He's like, she's gone away and I have to let her fly and hope she'll come home someday. Yes. She'll come back to me someday. I know it. And that is it. I fucking hope not, guy. And when Avani... I like, hope that horse kills you. And when Avani discusses it later, she's like, we had closure. No, you didn't. He Not forgiveness, didn't. but closure. He doesn't feel closure, clearly. Oh, well, he man. feels closure as far as, am I going to get charged for attempted homicide in the near future? Yeah. I, I got off scot-free. That's closure for he me, baby. He dodged a bullet. She did not dodge a knife. It's just... <laughs> she it did was not dodge like, a light stabbing. <laughs> at this point, I'm just like... I'm chuckling. I'm, I'm so... Like, I am... At this point in the book, I am texting Mallory in a rage. Well, I was just like, what else are we going to let slide here? Uh, I will. Uh, don't worry. We got more. <laughs> I can excuse a light stabbing and attempted rape, but I draw the line at nuclear power. <laughs> Why is everyone disappointed? She did. You're right. What? Do we have more wine? I don't know. <laughs> uh, do we want to go get more wine? Do we want to do that before we go into tall story? We're, this is a long episode. We just broke two hours. He's just saying we don't have any. There isn't any. All right. We, we knuckle down. We go on to Tallulah or Tal. Talon. Talon. Tal. Tal for short. Or uh, yes. Tallahassee for long. And I'm not going to mess with you guys here. They teleport to Mississippi. That's right. It's gonna. We're going to the American South with Tallulah. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-W-P-I. All right, let's okay. jump in a drink corner. Please work it. Ah, good. It's perfect. Perfect flow. <laughs> Listen, it didn't seem school. unnatural at all that I had to spell it before we got into this. Valerie, what you got over there? Well, I have drank all my wine, so I'm switching to the White Claw we had left, which is the Ruby Grapefruit. Nice. From last nice. summer, I feel like. I feel we got like you just as fresh as ever. Simply Spiked Lemonade as a backup, just in case. I there is another Ruby Grapefruit. I that I'll drink that, but... There's another it's ruby grapefruit, there. but I, I brought it. I couldn't remember if you liked the grapefruit ones. That's all that's left, so I'll drink it. Yeah, I took a mango. I didn't see the Simply batter. I would have taken that one, but here we are. You can have that, Caleb. I've already started this one. That's fine. Okay. Zach, what you drink? Uh, I'm on my third Huckleberry Pucker, the classic standby. Nice. Uh, my my to my drink to Ace's BL Smoothie, you know. When everything nice. else goes wrong, we got our drinks. Nice. Yep, nice. yep. yep. I finished my Smirnoff Ice. I'm now on my White Cloth Mango. Uh, it tastes different than I remember. 
Why are we counting tonight? Do we usually count? Sometimes, when it's fun. Sometimes. What are you, what's going on in your corner? Well, I finished my wine and just cracked my fourth Bud Light. Ooh. Your fourth? I mean, he's only one drink ahead of me. It's not that bad. Damn, Danielle. Anyways. It's a light light beer. It's like almost (laughs) water. Yeah, it's Bud Light. Yeah, I get it. It's like if you drank beer and then pissed it out in the morning and drank that. Yep, it's, uh, exactly it's not right. like that at all. No, it tastes exactly like that. Asa likes the taste of piss. Now, um, Harry, don't judge him for I'm this. Moving, I'm moving. Okay, let's Okay, so they teleport to Mississippi, like you know where we true. learn that... I don't even know that's true. They teleport to <laughs> Mississippi, where we learn that Tallulah has been that. possessed by... Has been inhabited by a spirit named Darlene. Not possessed by a ghost. That's correct. I thought thought she was going to be possessed by a ghost. And we go to this farm. Darlene, get your ass back here. You are 100% on point. Yes, you are. 100%. (laughs) So, when I, okay, when they, like, are kind of describing the intro, she's pulling up to this house. There's cotton fields. There's black Mm. people out back picking cotton. There's a white guy overseeing them. I was like, oh. Wait, what's the time? Her must be from, like, 1800s. Like, we teleported back. Yes. And then it's like. No. No, it's modern day. It's like modern day current time. And I was like. Uh-oh. Whoa. Uh-oh. Yes, like 2000s. Yeah, and okay, don't worry. So we're getting up, and Tallulah, so the well, first confirmation we had that Tallulah was back, and she's like, I'm a little worried my skin color is going to be a problem here. And she goes up, knocks on the door, the husband comes to the door, Tom, and he's immediately like, what is it? And we're doing on my porch. It's. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Oh, Zach. He's like, no N words on my porch unless I'm paying them to be there. It was, hmm. yeah. And then he threatens, like, Darlene's trying to talk to him. Again, the, you'll know what to say. They, no one knew what to say. And he gets a gun and is going to shoot her for being Literally black on says, his porch. And she's a, tall as a cop, so her cop personality kind of takes over and is like, you're going to, like, I haven't entered your house, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, I know the sheriff. And so it's going to just, he's like, it's going to be a legal shooting when I'm done. So it's, it's interesting. It's fucking bad. It's so bad. Yeah, just. And she's getting ready to fight this guy. And the spirit of Darlene's like, no. Keeps calling Stopping her hand, staying her hand. I can't wait to forgive this guy. This is just another version of the white man keeping them down. I feel like God, it's right? darling inside of her. Because I'm like, let her kick the shit out of it. Yeah, right? Uh, and, okay, so she leaves. She comes back, like all of them do for some reason. Can't just get it in one. Uh, none of and you what, know what to say. Wasn't well, it shocking, Zach? I feel like to hear that your loved one is back from the dead. I agree that it's shocking, but, like, come on, change it, change it up a little, guys. Well, well yeah. what, what's the point of me, like, coming back? What if I'm just like, hey, what if, if, if I don't do this, nothing oh, bad happens okay, to me. Okay, well, don't worry. In this particular scenario, you think it's something big, and Jesus Christ, it's not. I'm just like... You're the one that suffers if I don't do this. Why the fuck don't I just go get a beer? Well, there is a daughter involved. Saying yeah, you go to hell. Uh, so she go, she leaves. She comes back and is like, hey, exact same process repeats, except this time when uh, he gets mad and tries to throw a punch because now, now that they're doing the same thing, telling out backstory, well, he freaks out that Darlene has showed up in some N-word 
And uh, so Tad just grabs him and throws him off the porch. And their daughter Grace is there watching the whole thing. Oh, yeah, he slaps the daughter uh, for agreeing because, oh, yeah, because the mom, uh, Darlene, goes up, talks to the daughter, does the flood love. Uh, you know, not a hard, not a hard sell for the five-year-old girl. Pretty easy. She's not five years old. She's a Nine? teenager. She's in high school. Wow, I misread that. She's in high school. God, I kept thinking she was like, Mom. She's literally running the house now. Mom flood loves teenagers. It's the South. I assume that guy would do it to a five-year-old. No, and and we learn that Darlene committed suicide. Yeah, so we learn that Darlene committed suicide yeah. because her husband beat her anytime she spoke. Basically. Why are we what is the, why are we here? And <laughs> I don't know. It's just so But Damn I love that. So Tom fully <laughs> yeah, just beats this guy. That, that is her attitude. Uh, damn that like, man's dick. Yeah. Tell's good. Fully beats this guy in a, yeah. it's only like two punches, but yeah, she throws her off the porch. He tries to fight again. She kicks his legs out from under him and, and she's the like, whole time he has like glimmer of respect in his eye but he's like well I could never respect a black person yeah exactly yeah it's that's like, word for word in the book it's just oh my it's like and so we learned she killed herself yeah. and she comes back and her daughter Grace is like why would you leave me like ever since you left like dad has just I like he's even worse I've had to take your job exactly your womanly duties exactly well not the sexual ones but <laughs> that we know of. it's but, not that bad thank but God. the way that like he beat her now he beats Grace Grace is expected to have dinner on the table every night you know all of this like blah 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 like, but Grace is not as, like, inherently racist, I guess, as her father is, or she just hasn't totally absorbed that yet because she hates her dad so much. She's, like, you know, kind of oppositing him right now. She's in a rebellious phase. Yeah, so she's like, I'm not racist till I settle down and get married, you know? <laughs> like, that kind of vibe. Yeah. But, uh, God. <laughs> so Tom kicks this shit out of him a little bit. They start talking, and she is like, they literally end the chapter on this cliffhanger where she's like, Okay, now come inside. I've got to show you guys something. This is from Darlene. And I'm like, ooh, what's she going to show them? Like, this is a, like, maybe there's a head Coles, buried what under do, the what do we think? Tar- what do we think that Darlene has hidden in the house? Mm. A bottle of scotch under the floorboard. That would be better. Caleb? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not tears. <laughs> It's probably it's not. not it's that's not, what I'm hiding. It's right not Caleb crying in a closet. It's probably not a dildo in the dress. I wish drawer. it was like a box of teeth, like she'd secretly be killing people. That'd be wild. She was a serial killer. <laughs> she was yeah. murdering all the blacks. No, it's just like <sighs> these beautiful paintings. She made. She made really she was nice a painter. painting. Apparently, she was like the fucking like Da Vinci of. Like of Mississippi, of, yeah. of abused and so the, housewives. The, the, the worst part, one of the worst parts of the painting story, is he. Is the dad's like, oh yeah, I saw these paintings before. They were really good, but once I saw that you painted it, I realized that meant dinner couldn't be ready on time, so I broke her wrist. Yeah, well, that's what made him sad. And he was like, oh, I thought she had lost the ability to paint after I broke her wrist, but I guess I didn't. Go me. And then <laughs> Darlene gives these to Grace and is like. I hope, like, take these and go sell these, and whatever money you can get, use it for college, because I know you're a good piano player. And 
her dad is like, what? You know how to play the piano, you stupid little bitch? I'll break your and wrist. And then, like, Darlene has this whole fucking monologue where she's like, women in this town or in this region are only bred to get married and make it. They yeah. never know that they have another choice. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, well, first of all, do we know these paintings are going for anything? Also, I have a weird feeling this author's making a lot of generalizations about places she's never been. Yes. And then, like, the daughter is like... I don't know the South, but that seems... She's like, our daughter needs to go to college, and la, 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 like, she's got to get out of here, and, like, I know we just told her that you broke my wrist, and, you know, but I think you guys could have a really great relationship, and the whole fucking thing is twisted. Oh, yeah, and then... We're literally just, like, then she hugs Tom. Gives him the flood love. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> and he's like I never thought of women that way before Dude, yeah. that is all straight out of the book I never thought of women that way before I've and never considered like, a woman like I never was, thought they were people before now and because the, of that please don't isolate that footage all, all I know I edit this but please don't anyone all, listening please don't do that Paul is forgiven because it's not his fault he never recognized that a woman is a person Hey, and then like he pulls some shit, some funny fucking joke on his daughter, and he's like, "Well, I guess we better get the fields ready, blah blah blah, by next summer." And she was like, "What?" And he's like, "Well, I can't sell them off for the money to send you to college." And then she just turns around and hugs her daddy, and I'm like, "He's been beating you for the last how many years?" But we're all just fine with it now. Yeah. Does the book? He drove your mother to suicide, huh? Does the book use the word flood love? No. No. Okay. And the daughter admits that after her mom killed herself, she wanted to kill herself. Yeah. Because she didn't want to be stuck with her dad either. She was like, well, there's a way out apparently. Now that you learn heaven's real, might as well just do it. It's just, and she's like, everybody. I'll take my chances in the vessels program. The preacher told me when you killed yourself that you went straight to hell because suicide is the worst crime, like after murder. And she's like, no, honey, I didn't go to hell. And I'm no, just I think there's, like... There's like rape and then there's murder. No, I, like rape it. is not a crime. Clearly not, but nuclear power. That's unforgivable. <laughs> How dare you? There is, in the, li- in the lines of this book, no unforgivable sin. Yeah. <clears throat> and believe me, even if you repeat the same sin over and over and over, yeah, it, not unforgivable. And look, I'm all for forgiveness, but... Like, I'm not, I feel like has someone, someone has to genuinely regret their actions and want to make it better on their own and not forced to by an external power. Yeah. Like, you have to genuinely want to wrong. be a better person and make amends. I don't mm. think Tom is going to get don't, there. No, I don't think... None of them did what? because they were forced to by the flood love. They all got jump-started past the ability to come to this understanding on their own and be better people. Sometimes they just never understand, and you do have to push them towards it a little bit. Then fuck them. I feel like in Rose's situation, <laughs> she didn't have to be the happy. full information. <laughs> yeah. Given all of the information, she <laughs> yeah, might have gotten like, there Because like Rose wasn't like Rose's thing was, I thought this guy murdered my daughter, yeah, and I hated know. him for it. Fair, totally they just fair. Kind of covered up the rest. Yeah. And so I'm like, if she'd known. It might have it gone It probably would have changed things. The Japanese girl, she had nothing to be sorry yeah, for. Yeah, no, the daughter didn't do anything wrong. Tom, Tom, fuck Tom. Yeah. 
Fuck right. him. Like, Grease, go do better on your own. All right, are we all ready for the last plot line? Because it gets uh, kooky. <laughs> I'm going to say kooky. We're going to be introduced to, that's right, the fourth vessel character, Aaron. That comes in real late. Page 150, Aaron gets a chapter where he's hanging out on the side of a lake because his wife and unborn daughter were killed by an IED. And by unborn, What's we mean improvised explosive he didn't device. even know his wife was pregnant. And so he's not taking it well, so he's gone to this lake in Reno to kill himself. Yeah. He's from Seattle. If, ba- if a baby die, do you just get possessed by a baby? Yeah. What's the baby's unfinished For business? For real. How do you- What's the baby's unfinished business? That How one might go? just go to Elysium. That one, uh, that one did go straight to uh, If the baby That's wasn't born yeah. yet, they uh, really it. wasn't yeah, actually. Yeah, uh, because they, uh, the baby and the, uh, they were saving it. someone else. That both the baby <laughs> yeah. and the mother went If you die saving someone else, you just go straight to I Elysium. I feel like there, there are certain story. people that just go to Elysium. Not everybody goes yeah, to Yeah, I, I think it's, if you have unfinished business, you stick around. But if you died, if you saved others before yourself, heaven, you're Elysium bound. So if, so, never mind. I'm not. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Whatever you're Anyways, to say, so whatever I'm about to say, the book's almost over. Any don't. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Uh, <laughs> I'm losing my mind. <laughs> okay, so uh, Aaron goes to the the edge of the beach. He gets ready to kill himself, and before he can, go to Liam shows up and is like, mm, "No, Mm-mm. better not, bro. No, you ain't gonna do that." Uh, and drags him down to where all the vessels are doing their thing. It's the same night. They're like, hey, guys, new vessel. He'll uh, he'll be with you guys next time. And uh, so they all teleport off and do their thing. And he is involuntarily forced into the program. Again, and again, because Liam walks up and says, you can't kill yourself. And now you can join the vessel program or I'll erase your memories of your family. Quality. <laughs> and he's like, I, fuck, I guess I'm in. I get, what the fuck? He's even like. I tried to have another choice, and they took that from me and tells, like, yeah, I tried it, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on your level, Like, bro. the suicide watch is like, yeah, I'm in it with you, yeah, guy. They won't let you. <laughs> There's no way Don't out. go to Reno to commit suicide is the story here. <laughs> Moral of the story, don't go to Reno to kill yourself. There are nicer places. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't sound great in the book. Again, don't kill yourself. Uh <laughs> Uh, so he's like just trying to you know pick up supplies just work around the shelter when uh, guess what our good buddy uh, Aaron Bonner uh, the rogue or yes thank you Eric Bonner the rogue is like pops into town and is like hey in this sickly ass body hey I'm in the wrong body the vessel I was with had an accident and died and I need help to finish this and, uh, you know, if you help a spirit out before you're ready, they're going to really think highly of you for being able to do this totally unprepared. Why don't you come along with me and we can, you know, help me finish my unfitness business? Reading this part, I fully knew what was going to happen because I was so far into the book that I was like, I know what's going to happen. But I was just like, Aaron, don't do it. I couldn't help but think, don't do it. But I was like, I know what's about to uh, yeah. happen. It was like in the first thing, like when they were with Sanjay's like, I won't let you go and kill this lady. I was just like, well, we're on page 34. So Sanjay's going to fail. <laughs> Sorry, my guy. You sounded nice. <laughs> you <laughs> were the like best nice... and you still failed so fast. Yeah, you did not win this even. You weren't even close. So, uh, 
Eric takes over Aaron. I'm, I'm going to go back to saying the rogue. The rogue takes over Aaron and is like, all right, cool. Thanks for having me aboard. We're going to teleport to this place now. And he walks up to this family and Aaron's like, okay, cool. Hey, uh, I've got the spirit inside me. It's got something it wants to say to you. Now, notably, Aaron gets it right. They don't drive him away. Now, this may be because the rogue immediately takes over his body and like, hey, my name is X because he changes his name every time he kills somebody. I killed your daughter. This is where your body's buried. <laughs> Her body, yeah. She, yeah. she fucking sucked. You're all nerds. I'm going to go. <laughs> the first, It was his high school sweetheart. Yeah. She decided to leave him for someone she met at college. So he strangled her to death. And Changed buried his... her where nobody would find her. Hmm. And he's taking pleasure. Like, he's going through the motions of asking for forgiveness, but he's clearly taking pleasure in the agony it's inflicting on these and families. And Aaron the Vessel is like, wow, he's finding joy. Yeah, like, this is horrifying. And, and as he, like, like, goes out I the door. I have made a mistake. <laughs> I might have fucked up a little bit. And as he walks out the door, he looks back, he's like, I'm sorry, they don't tell us what spirits we get. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> and then they teleport, and they... Do it again. And this dude does not have a coin because he's never gone through the ceremony. Yeah, he doesn't. He, he just has the tattoo and he nothing He does else. have a chip. Sobe. Sobe. <laughs> so then they Sobe. take off to another destination. Yeah, they, they, they basically do the same thing word for word to another family. With uh, a different beat, name. Yeah, beat up the, yeah, different name. This time he beats up the dad because the dad's mad that a guy is like, hey, I'm your daughter's murderer justifiably so, yeah. uh, beats oh, him up with the inhuman strength of a ghost because to top it off, the spirits can, aside from teleporting, they have super strength. Also, and possession thing. Yeah. Also, like, I mean, the family technically gets closure. They, like, get the body. Yeah, well, the, the there is the thing. He's like, these families aren't getting closure, but he's clearly enjoying torturing them. Yeah, so Aaron knows, like, something is not quite Something's right. weird. And then they teleport to, he's like, you said that was the last one. And he's like, yeah, I lied. We're going to San Francisco, and uh, I'm just going to take the wheel now. You can sit in the back. Fully takes over Aaron's body, finds Mary, and is like, hey, it's the lady who killed me. Guess who's back? Good old Eric's I wanted. always told you I'd come back for you. He's like, rules are different on the other side. I came here to finish the job. And so he's fucking tying her up. He's getting ready to murder her. He fucking locked. She was a single mom <clears throat> when he started dating her with a small child. And she killed him because he was assaulting her small child. It's, it's, so then he's like, where is Sophie? Yeah, where's the kid? Well, the kid comes home at just the wrong time. And she's a teenager at this point. He knocks the kid out, ties the mom up, puts her in a trunk. Yeah. Drugs her with sleeping pills and wine. Yeah. Puts her in a trunk and leaves her to die in a trunk somewhere. And it's like, haha, I'm going to take your daughter and rape her for the rest of her life. Bye. And like, 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 he doesn't put her in a trunk. He just ties her up. Because she's able to crawl over and use a part of the chair to, like, saw her, like, ropes off. But he's like, I'm going to tear apart, a, like, a, I'm going to take a piece out of her car so she can't drive after me, even if she was able to. And she's, like, struggling against, like, I, don't I know have why sleeping pills. At this point, pills. I was belligerent. I have sleeping <laughs> pills and wine in my system. But she's like, I'm going to get my ropes off. I'm going to get to a neighbor. Because he's like, by the time she's able to call for help, I'll be long gone. Well, so at the same time, Aaron, the vessel, the the preemie vessel, we'll call him. Yeah. 
he has learned that he can kind of compartmentalize. There's one part of his brain he can go where, where the spirit can't the tell spirit what he's thinking. Can't like read his thoughts. Yeah, because otherwise so, the spirits know everything about you. So he's like, as long as I stay there, I'm good. So he's like, we're in the car. The daughter Sophie is duct taped in the trunk. He's <clears> like, I'm going to tell him. He's like, hey, there's an airport around here. I'm a pilot. Yeah, we can fly I'm on somewhere board with you. I, like us. he's like, it's best not to fight you. And the spirit is like, yes, you'd be you'd be wise not to fight me. And he's like, yeah. He's like, I can fly us somewhere. They'll never know. Like, they won't be able to track us. And so he gets in this plane, and he realizes the fuel is low, but he's, like, doesn't say anything, and the spirit doesn't know any better. So as soon as they start to kind of take off, he tries to kind of derail it. It doesn't work, but he's able to get Sophie off the plane. Yeah, he throws the girl out of the plane and starts flying it out over the ocean. And then they keep going, and he knows they're going to run out of fuel. And the spirit is like, turn it around, turn it around. But he's a, he realizes, and this is so beautiful. As long me, as he focuses on, on love, happy thoughts. As long as he lets go of the rage and just thinks about his happy memories with his wife. And, and his, what his daughter would have been. The spirit he can't can control. stay in control. And he so manages, it yeah, like, yeah, the, like he manages it. to call the others. Like, now, keep in mind, the... The other, the spirit guardians know that this guy's on the loose. They figured out that he's possessed Aaron. They're using the chip to track him. They're like, ah, well, we couldn't catch him anyways, because now that he's got a vessel, you know, he can just teleport no matter what we do. So What's, we're, what, we're why fucked, would I guess. Chase him? And uh, they're like, oh, he's out over the ocean. And he calls him and he's like, hey, guys, sorry, I think I got this handled. And then he crashes the plane into the ocean. Well, they was running out of gas. Yeah, so but he was, deliberately. Yeah, he knows dives in. Yeah, uh. But, like, while this is happening, this was brutal. He's, like, the ghost starts, like, shattering his bones to get him to stop. Like, breaks his femur, his collarbone, his arm. Everything. Just your arms, your bones are just exploding inside your body with sitting still. But he just sinks into the sea and... uh and, and that's, that's that. Yeah, and then it cuts to the end of the book, and they're like, oh, yeah. What uh, happened to Aaron? Yeah, he died. Oh, well, yeah. He went to Elysium. Yeah, he goes to Elysium, family. but they're like, oh, yeah. Uh, so Aaron went to Elysium with his family because he died to stop the serial killer from getting to anybody else. So, you know, he, he was protecting people. Sobe. Sobe. Uh, and, uh, and they're like, so that guy, that was his third failure. He's going to the lot. And they're like, what's the lot? And he's like, I will tell you some other time. And that's it's the end of the book. just where the spirits go and they're never allowed to leave. They never get another chance again. They're just stuck there in their misery. And because I was wondering, like, they did answer a few questions I had, which was, like, why would you let a spirit like that even try to go back? And they're like, all spirits are, like, innocent when they come to the program. But the second they enter a human body. Their human emotions start coming back. Yeah. And that's why they're limited to seven days. And so, and I'm just like, well, it seems to me somebody like that, you should maybe put restrictions. Yeah, maybe the spirit guardian should have, like, followed you. Yeah, (laughs) like, you should have a, you know, somebody, a bodyguard. Yeah, shouldn't the spirit guardians be able to teleport? Like, should Aaron have ever really been on his own? Yeah, if, if you knew that there was a ghost out there trying to steal bodies... Maybe is this one. Not, is the network not talking? Yeah, like can we warn some people? There's only like 20 people in this program. Get a phone. Diego knows. Do they not talk through thought? Right. 
Where's this pinnacle thing? But then they realized that, like, Sanjay had gone to South America because he was trying to get to the program there where Diego was. Anyway, so, like, Sam's son, the politician, never comes back into it. We never figure out if Blaze The vessels all come back, their spirits all go on. They're and all they're super just all happy like, to do it again. Okay, great, we're invigorated. We just feel so good, and that is the yeah, end. Tal's finally sold on it. Yeah. Well, it's God's love. That's all it, you know. It's, you know, it's the right thing that my son burned alive in a car. That was the right yeah. thing for God to do. Children that die young often have old souls. That is what I learned from well, this book. What? That's what they said. Yeah, that's straight up in the book. They're like, oh, yeah. No, if we know that a kid's going to die young, we just put a soul who's already been around once or twice before who's ready to just die young. Did the kid know that? I don't think they, they did. They just reuse souls? Yeah. If they're going to murder them, apparently we you get a 90-year-old lady that we're going to fucking kill in front of you because that's good for the universe. You fucking bitch. Except God's flood love. I would love to see a scene <laughs> from, like, the other direct, like, perception, maybe? I don't know. I wish that any of these stories had anything to do with this. I described it to Mallory. I was like, this was like a really long, really dark, really violent and rapey episode of Touched by an Angel Which or Chicken I, Soup for the Soul. Either one of them knows what Touched by an Angel is. No, Anyone out there? It's a soap opera. Yeah, kind of. From no, back in the day. It's, it, was a, it was a serialized show. Yeah. Not a soap opera. But it was not a soap opera. No, it was like it was nighttime showed. television. Nighttime? With the hot redhead chick. Oh. She was an angel. Touched by... Oh, touch! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Roma yeah. Downey. Yeah. Okay. It, it is way before your time. This went off the air in the nineties, I think. Yeah, like we used to watch it when we were children, just because it was on TV all the yeah, time. Yeah, it was a nice enough show. Yeah. And you know what? It didn't involve brutal rapist <laughs> serial killers <laughs> you know, all was, the time. It was more about forgiveness. There were three separate suicides. Like there were episodes where people died. There was an angel of death. They were really sensitive about it. You know what they didn't do? Tell you it's your fault that your child burned alive in a car and you should just be fine with that. It's fine. And you know what It's that? fine. Yeah. It's not fine. I'm not okay. I read this whole book in one sitting and I'm worse for it. And I hate you. Anna, I didn't like your book. I'm sorry. I don't want to be mean, but I didn't like it. Anna, I'm loving the last. You're being mean. You're being mean right now. You're meaning to, I think, also. Who is your favorite character? I thought this book was uh, pretty, uh, pretty interesting. Fuck you, Obviously, Asa. it was tall. Well, obviously, was almost good. it wasn't like... I loved tall in the beginning, but it I didn't love her in the end because she cracked. Because she cracked, yeah. Blaze was Tal. nice. I liked Blaze. Was, it, was there a Lynx? Yeah, yeah Link, Link, Link was a pretty good character. Yeah, I, I, he's my favorite, maybe. I'm going to say Sanjay. Everyone except, like, the super rapists were pretty nice. You know what? Maybe we'll, Maybe we're going to throw it out to Liam, the shape-shifting catfisher, just because he ha- apparently had a good sense of fun. <laughs> yeah, he knew how to get his kicks. <laughs> <laughs> it was... That, fucking Jesus Christ. That guy. <laughs> it was definitely something of a book. I didn't like it. Uh, I'm That's so my glad. Review. I laughed out loud by reading those books. Didn't so like glad it. I chose this Don't book. recommend. It sounded interesting. I mean, we always recommend reading every book. I think if you want to 
like really just kind of break well, did, something did, down and try to break something. Oh down? yeah, I realized. How did you feel about the book? Oh, it was not good. No, that, I mean Mallory has said this was this author's first book. Uh, hopefully, they can iron out some of the kinks and maybe stop trying to beat me over the head with forgiveness because it didn't. I don't feel forgiven. Uh, <laughs> and I, I don't feel it, and I haven't uh, forgiven you. <laughs> Yeah, it was not great, but I mean... I feel like this book had a lot of problematic views on tragedies, rape, racism, suicide, murder, tragedy, trauma... Uh, there was not one lane. She tried to fill, like, six lanes, but never fully addressed any of them. Yeah, and was... I'm going to go ahead and, and like, say, not equipped to tackle any of these racism? problems. Racism? Oh, in a night I learned my lesson? No. Because who's coming to work your field tomorrow? We never address that. Right. Like, freaking... Oh, pull out the combine <laughs> that like, we've had in the shed the whole wait, time. Right? Yeah, you like, actually get to use tools like, now. Are we like a hundred the... years? Yeah, I was the same thing. I was like, oh. I'm, but like, no, it was present time. So I was like, well, those combines are the half of the three quarters of a million dollars. So, well, if he's been paying these people for nothing all this time, you think you sell the fucking paintings, you know? Well, you pay them pennies and get your get the same result. I don't. How many people in the South even? And I guess I'm not up to date on the South and the politics there. I know like slavery is not a thing, but how many people are getting paid pennies down there still? Oh, probably more than we would like to think are. I don't know. He's probably right. I don't know. I haven't been there, and I don't... You know what? At, at this exact time in my life, in this night, don't go. I'm not prepared to handle this topic. Uh, okay. Much like the people in this book. Lisa <laughs> <laughs> pays yeah. me in pennies. I don't know for sure, but I think it's still fairly backwards. But, alright, so thoughts? Have a list like any last ones other than my endless rage? So I felt like this definitely was a cult because I feel like they prayed. They called it your, they masked it as you're stronger because of trauma. And I feel like what that is, is preying on people that are down. Vulnerable and looking yes. for a purpose. And worse, look, you, they would not let you choose anything else. Yeah. It was, there was you not choose a this cult. Or we erase your memories. You aren't even yeah. allowed to. It was yourself. one step up from you come with us or you die. Yeah. That was it. Hmm. You know, well, you, worse, the worst part is, is like, not, I didn't think of this until just now. Killing you, I, either you come with us or you die in this universe is actually a kinder option. Think about it. You come with us or you die and you go into the heaven, like the afterlife, which is notably all of these spirits are very clearly enlightened from their time. Even in the purgatory afterlife, they all say it's a beautiful place. Everyone's happy there. It just could be better. Yeah. But erasing your memory means, no, you go back to the shitty earth, only now you have none of your experiences, everything you were is lost, and now you get to roll the dice and see if maybe you can come out on top again. And you're alone, yeah. probably. And we, you can get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Or we're going to... We're going to put you through another tragedy and try again. It seemed like a sham. And I wish that at some point I understood what the author was trying to get at. Like, did she realize, like, she was writing? 
I doubt Like it. such a live or die situation? And if so, was there something I just didn't understand? Yeah, look, if you didn't want them to seem like villains, there were so many other options. Yeah. The whole, I thought the whole thing, like the vessels. All of this bordered on mind control. Yeah, the vessels themselves, I was like, interesting enough. Yeah, like there's a lot of neat concepts Well, that's here. what drew me they, by the, the blurb there. Yeah, oh yeah, no, from the yeah. back of this, I was totally on board no, with this book. I'm like super, I'm like. By page like, 100, Matt, Matt is all, I. I feel like this was a good book for us because it was so outrageous. I, yeah, I mean. I feel a good content. Bad time for Zach. I described this to Mallory earlier as Tender as the Flesh was an extremely upsetting book that I did not like, but it was very, very well written. That was a talented author who did a good job tackling that subject. That one very, one or two very specific, very dark subject. This author tackled every subject, did it all badly, and now I'm madder than I've ever been. So let me ask you, Zach, <laughs> if you had to read this book again or Tender is the Flesh, what would it be? Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That's a tough one. <laughs> I think I would read this again. If only because, honestly, Tender is the Flesh was very upsetting. Like, that really bothered me for you're several days. You're still not over like that? This, no, I'm, I'm mostly <laughs> over it, but kidding. I don't think I'd want to... It's I can get over being angry in a few days, but like being just genuinely sad was not fun. I would rather be mad at this book one more time than do that again. Yes. I do think it was a better book. I don't want to read Maybe it Maybe if you read it twice, we understand. Ooh, yeah, you missed. Yes, I don't want to see. They never got it right. I don't want to pierce this veil. Okay, (laughs) this is this book. This is also the next book. Read it again. (laughs) We come back and rejourn. Yeah, it took them two tries every time. All right, hold on. I'm coming up with something here. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, no, I need more. I can't. All right, need more. What you talking? I'm trying to come up. All right, Mallory, I need four. Truly his horrible historical figures. Give me what you got. Hitler, got, Stalin. Yep, those are my first two. Genghis Khan. Four. Is he truly bad or was he, he, he was, just he was a baller? He was a pretty bad like guy. Good guy. He, was bad. he murdered more people than anyone Columbus. on the planet, I think. Uh, you yeah. know what? Let's just throw Ted Bundy in the mix just for some spice. Christopher Columbus is actually dead. I know, but he annihilated I, I just want some spice in here. All right, Asa. He came um, here for What? You know I don't know yeah. these answers. No, no, no. <laughs> this okay. is, you you get to choose right now. I get different answers. You get a spirit that you have to vessel for tonight. Do you want Hitler, Stalin, uh, Genghis Khan, or Ted Bundy? Oh, I'm taking Hitler. I'm taking Genghis Khan. Ooh, all right. Wait, what were the other options? Uh, Hitler to the left. Stalin. Yeah, now all that's left Stalin is Stalin and Bundy. and Bundy. I get stuck with whoever's left. Who are you gonna leave old Zach with? Man. Now you gotta go through and apologize to every person they've ever wronged. 
Oh, is that what we're doing? You gotta do the vessel oh, program. I reject. I reject. I reject. I, I take like Bundy. Solid. <laughs> you're solid taking. Wrong. You're taking the quick fourteen stops. I was thinking. As buddy. opposed to apologizing to every thinking. Jewish person on the planet. Well, I thought I was just maybe trying to redirect his anger because I was like, that bro was a slow burn. If we're I'm doing kidding. the full seven days. Hey, bro. Bundy, I'm not doing shit. Me and Genghis Khan, we're having a great time. So Genghis Khan's going to the lot. <laughs> okay. Genghis Khan's coming back to me it's three times. It's interesting to me that she didn't try to address the Holocaust. Or, like, if you're going to address Nagasaki, I'm surprised how are you did. not going to... But, yeah, so she covered 9-11, Nagasaki, and Fukushima. I was... I was... I didn't like that Did she used those tragedies for her book. Yeah, the Fukushima uh, nuclear tragedy. That happened, like, within our... 2011. Yeah. There was an earthquake that hit. The radioactive... The, uh, the flood went into yeah, the nuclear the reactor bomb. and flooded yep. the nuclear radiation everywhere. Yep. Yep. Anyway, so who you got? Who are you taking? Bundy. You got, no, the, the, those options are gone now. You can choose between Stalin Wait, and Hitler. what do you mean? You let her change her? Yeah. She didn't you understand the parameters. I and you still hadn't picked, so yeah. I didn't care about the parameters. He didn't change. And she my did. options are what? Hitler or Stalin. Well, I don't remember. Stalin was not a great guy, but he's better than Hitler, right? No, debatably no. I mean, like he's less famous for being terrible. I believe historically he actually killed more people. Oh, okay. Because it was a more slow burn. Like he had more years in power. Yeah, he had a lot more time to what? really grind yeah, him down. And he slowly his, starved his. My own fucking people. Russian history is a little fuzzy. I guess. Yeah, weird. That's wild. Anyways, I'm. You know what? He's not gonna. I'm gonna take Hitler because at least most of his Don't crimes know. were in countries I'd like to visit someday. Wow. Yeah, you can teleport where you want. I don't want to go to Russia. <laughs> no, nah, me and Genghis Khan are just having a great time. Oh, Probably man. just murdering you people I don't like. are going to Russia. <laughs> I will go to Siberia. I'm murdering people I don't like with Genghis Khan's help. I have one of the greatest warriors in the world on my side. also going to the lot. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to be like, hey, you see that dude? He fucking sucks. Oh, my God. Wait, He's like, are we weird? Okay, yeah, uh, think, go, yeah, pull us, I did the question too soon. Oh, I fucked it up. Uh, the Tale of Despero by Kate D. Camillo. We're reading a kid's book next week. I told him, I was like, I remember reading this in middle school. It's got a little mouse with a needle and thread. And it's got a sweet gold uh, metal emblazoned on the cover. This is going to reinvigorate us, I think. And how God, did you I come hope up so, with it? because. We were. So it looks like there's a. Me and Caleb were having a little we'll mandate, yeah, and we wandered through Barnes and Noble. It also looks like you spilled something on it. I my water bottle apparently leaked. Correct. So are you reading that book? No, no, no me and Mallory will. But why do you have it then? So I give brought it, to you. it here to give it to you. Oh, okay. That's your copy. Oh, thank I you. I bought the books when I saw them. Oh, thank you. They were fifty. That's mine. I want fifty percent off. Oh, nice. That's oh. well, a little wet, but yeah, this is yours. <laughs> That's now. okay. I don't care what book looks like. I can read it. <laughs> All right, nice. so Good next check. week's a kid's book. I nice. am excited for a change of pace for my brain. And uh, any last thoughts before we uh, we slide on into Madness's End uh, for our longest ever episode? It does have illustrations by Timothy uh, Basil Earring. And some of the illustrations I've been looking through, I haven't Mallory, been please take us away. Um, I don't think I'm going to make it to the next You know, one Vessel's good. Trend. It gave me some good laughs. And although I know it wasn't intended to, I think it's a good book club book. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs>
This seems like bad podcasting at this point for me. I mean, it is, but it's never stopped us before. 